Well, Brent, I'm very excited because recently you had told me about another chicken sandwich that I needed to try somewhere. Okay. Okay. And it's a place I don't go very often. Um, but we have a Burger King really close to our house right now. Wow. And you had mentioned okay. that they had a pretty good chicken sandwich, a spicy chicken sandwich that mm-hmm. they had had. And that, you know, if you can't make it to a Wendy's, say, you might want to head there and try that out. Now, I knew that used to, I used to love, Wind, uh, not Wendy's, Burger King's chicken fries, which are really weird. Mm. Basically chicken nuggets in like a straw formation. America's yeah. strange. Uh, <laughs> I also love their onion rings. Because they're small, they're just Mm -hmm. really tasty. I like those a lot. But I haven't had Burger King in a really long time. But like I said, they just built one nearby uh, the house we are staying at right now, Amanda's parents' house, while our house is under construction. And one day I was like, hey, that's really close. Let's go ahead and go there. I'll I'll try that sandwich. But here's the thing. I looked it up, and it's kind of like the the Popeye sandwich. It's like the spicy one is like covered in a spicy sauce Hmm. is, is, is how I understand the Burger King one. Is that correct? Uh, from the times I've had it, it's the breading itself that was spicy. Okay, then I can try that. I, mm-hmm. I, I know they've got a new, like, chicken or whatever yes. that they've introduced. Oh, I that, thought that's I what you that mentioned. It, yeah. Oh, no, that's, like, new. That's the, brand uh, new. The, yeah, the spicy chicken sandwich at uh, Burger King. I don't know if they gotcha. still have the the uh, the one I'm referring to. Yeah, I wonder. Or maybe they've, if they've just, like replaced it with the uh, the chicken which is like yeah supposed to be better than the whopper i don't know what your take mm. on that would be since you i don't know, like whoppers yeah don't like hamburgers in general i like that you bring that up sometimes because it makes me feel like people are gonna send hate mail again no one listens bring to it show, yeah fine. i know <laughs> yeah that's fine yeah so this is the chicken you have to say it like oh. that when you order it um mm-hmm. sandwich they make you they, yeah they make you, you one of the guards is standing there with the, yeah. a spear it's to your crazy. neck Mm-hmm. I feel like I heard a knock on the door. Do we have a mailman segment on the show now? Uh, I did pay Lawrence Fishburne to come by in his Jerry Curl wig from the <sighs> Pee Wee Playhouse days. That's amazing. To deliver some mail, but like I can call it off. Let me just. Is he on cameo? Is that how you got? He's him? On, he was on cameo. <laughs> yeah. Uh, very affordable. It's oh, like forty five dollars, oh, honestly, cool. and he's just like doing like an in person visit. So. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, that sounds pretty nice. Well, we'll see if he wants a chicken sandwich. I don't know if he'll knock again. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, so they have they have this like chicken. I'm just going to call it chicken. It's weird. Uh, chicken mm-hmm. sandwich. They have a spicy version. They have a deluxe of both of those mm-hmm. where it's like lettuce and tomato and blah, blah, blah. They also yeah. have an original chicken sandwich that looks like a hoagie. It looks long and it hoagie? confuses me. Yeah, but there's no spicy, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know what yeah. that was. <laughs> um, <laughs> so anyway, I, and they have a, a spicy chicken junior. I don't know. They got like a bunch of these chi- sandwiches now, but the, the chicken looks to mm-hmm. me like Popeye's. It, it has that same kind of breading. Um, but I, when I saw it online, it looked like it is covered in a spicy sauce. And they also have like mm-hmm. a regular like tangy. It looks like it's like a mayo based, I think, but like a yellow sauce that uh, is on the regular one. And I'm not a huge sauce guy. And I don't really want my spicy stuff from that. That's why I like the Wendy's one so much. It's like the breading, right? You're not a sauce guy? Not Do a s- I know this about you? What's this mean? What's this <sighs> mean? one. Great. Um, <laughs> I, like, I don't like ketchup. I don't like... Like in, at all? Like you don't... You do. I don't like ketchup, right? I don't... Oh, God. I don't know. Like you're not liking hamburgers <sighs> or cereal. 
was really like it's the, it's already too much it blocked out anything <laughs> yeah. else yeah that's true yeah that's true those are a couple of my favorite things on this planet well and then you know it's just so that's uh, the burger is part of it is i'm, I'm not a huge mayonnaise fan i'm not i'm not a, a ketchup fan at all i haven't had ketchup in like decades um, wow yeah i really wow. don't like it and then like even like barbecue sauce i'm very particular if i like a barbecue sauce generally it's like i want like the rub on the the meat to cut you know to be like what i i'm tasting i don't want to slather yeah, it so- yeah you know yeah, yeah, <laughs> and uh so on a burger that's part of it is like i don't I don't really like the, even if it, I know it's seasoned, whatever, but it's basically to me like unseasoned hamburger meat, you know, like I'll eat like hamburger meat and like a spaghetti sauce or something or tacos or Spag- whatever with a lot of seasoning, mm-hmm. but I don't like it like just salt and pepper and then you throw like some cheese on it and then it's like tomato, don't like it, lettuce, don't like it, uh, mustard, I pretty much only eat with hot dogs. Otherwise, get out of here. Mayonnaise, get out of here. Ketchup, get out of there. And then, like, what else is on the burger that you like, you know? Pickles. Pickles are cool. Bre- bread. I like bread. I love bread. Make yourself a pickle sandwich. Oh, Just some dry-ass bread and some <laughs> wet-ass pickles. My favorite. So, yeah, the, I the, a burger in particular does not lend itself to so many parts of my picky eaterness. But then... I'll, I'll try some things so like we got the sandwich like last week or whatever and mm-hmm. i i did i was like really tired that night i was like i don't want to mess around i'm trying new food i hope it's good like i don't want to fuck around with it so i was like i'll just get it plain and make it up at home whatever i'm not going to get like their their sauce on it because i didn't trust it so then <laughs> i ate it like plain I, I i put some some mayonnaise on it by myself that was all right uh and it was really good. Like the breading is really good. I feel like you would like the spicy one, but even like the regular, I feel like it's just a good flavor. It's got a lot of crunch. Nice chicken breast shoved in these buns. It's all good. <laughs> their regular yeah. sandwich is like uh it's like there's there's tangy sauce and like some pickles. Pretty simple. It's like um kind of like the uh, Popeye's one, I guess, right? That one comes with like pickles on it too. The normal one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um but anyway, so then I, I was craving this fucking thing for days and I was like, I want another one. So this time I did get their tangy yellow sauce on it. It was really good. So I'm still working my way up to the spicy one because it is like slathered in sauce. So it's just not my jam. Mm-hmm. But I want. Okay. Yeah, you should definitely try this one. It, it holds its own. I like this one. And okay. the onion rings totally held up. Uh, Burger King fries are OK to me. Uh, yeah. Right. They, they need to workshop those. Yeah. If they could get the fries in order. Like the regular fries, like yeah. the like you said, the the chicken fries are uh, weird and good. They're weird and good. That's good. Is regular it? fries. I, don't, I they need to like. We need to get our best people on it. We yeah. need to stop sending billionaires yes. to space, and we need to have them work on Burger King fries. Because Doughboys have said it before, and I will reiterate: the king is back. Yeah, you know, in a big bad way. They mm-hmm. get those fries in order. Yeah, man, who knows what the king can can't do? You know. Yeah, yeah. They're mm-hmm. the fries right now are very milk toast you know um, mm-hmm. bringing it back yeah i know season one l test yeah. Stephen is just <laughs> reared his bald head <laughs> but um onion rings on point and then amanda the other day because she was the one that picked it up that first day so she's in line and i had given her my order she was just getting stuff for me and then she sees that they have cheesy tater tots and she's like oh i'm gonna get some of those cheesy mm. tater tots so we get them home and we open the bag and we're like i was like what did you get Cause it's like a breaded thing and I, Oh, Brent, Brent, 
Bren. Hello. They are they are like cheesy tater tot, almost like mashed potato, sort of mixed together and then breaded and deep fried. So it's like a a cheesy potato cheddar bite sort of thing. And it's interesting. Awesome. I mean, it's like, oh, okay. It makes you feel disgusting afterwards in the best <laughs> way. You know, like Amanda, we got it last night again. And she afterwards, she ate like half her sandwich. She had she tried the chicken sandwich, too, and she liked it. But afterwards, she was like, I don't I don't feel so good. And I was like, the cheesy tots, right? <laughs> I feel like much. they 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 called in exhibit for that one. It was like, yo, dog, I heard you like carbs <laughs> on your carbs. So we put carbs on carbs on carbs. Yes. <laughs> so, then they fried that shit. And they're yeah. good. And we Hell deep yeah. fried your car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They get like an industrial deep fryer, like lowered in. Like the fucking cow in the Velociraptor pit in Jurassic yeah. Park. <laughs> Dude. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's some good stuff. So I've, I've tried yep. a number of things at uh, Burger King, but not everything. Like uh-huh. the one that's near my house. And we've got like a couple I can drive to. Uh, the closest one to my house I ordered on their app. Um, which is a, a nice app. Uh, I ordered some, like, whatever, like, food, like, meal I ordered, and I thought, oh, well, let me get a couple of, like, tacos on the side as well. They Kind of like Carl's Jr. Uh-oh. They have the, like, cheap-ass, yeah. shitty tacos, but that. they, like, are kind of, like, greasy and, like, good for, like, garbage food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I went to go pick them up, and I was informed at the drive through they no longer had those. <gasps> so they were like, do you want whatever it is instead? Again, I'm not a picky eater. I yep. don't remember food for the most part. They gave part. you a grape um, soda. And replace yeah, your tacos. Yeah. You're like, uh, I'll take it. They just poured it directly on my face. Yeah. And the told me a piece of shit. And I was like, yes. I'm you know what? I'm actually into this. Can I leave a tip through the app? Yeah. And uh yeah, so that was the, that was the only thing. Um because mm-hmm. I had gotten a bunch of food at the beginning of the year that I brought home to have my wife try with me because mm-hmm. I'm like, this but the king is back, right? I've, I've been repeating this thing the doughboys have been saying. Don't call me a liar. You like this, right? And uh yeah, like for the most part it's uh it's good. Like it's it's. I would rather have Burger King than like McDonald's. I think like for yeah. regular food. Yeah, I haven't tried their breakfast or whatever, but I know. But they have like I think they had them there. They had like croissant witches, which mm-hmm. uh, maybe the croissant buns, and uh, that sounded pretty good. Plus, they you can get like the everything, and it's like not just like some of them are like egg and bacon, and some are sausage and, and egg, and it's like there's like one where it's like bacon sausage and ham like you can get every all the meats on there so they they're, they're trying to pull out some breakfast game too i gotta try it someday so so it was the chicken you had yeah okay chicken. so i'm looking at their their app and i see they have a spicy chicken junior is that what you have uh, on there i i guess i feel like the chicken has replaced the regular spicy chicken sandwich they might have just like taken they, it away yeah. that you know yeah. yeah so they do have a, a junior version of it and that appears to have like that spicy breading but i'm looking at the pictures here and on both the spicy chicken and the spicy chicken deluxe sandwich yep. it like the the breading on the chicken is red as fuck so mm. i don't know if mm-hmm. you probably can't tell from this like weird rainbow like oil stain looking yeah image on my phone but it, it does appear like the breading itself is spicy that would be great um, that's my preference uh, there's probably some spicy sauce on there as well yeah. but um if you're able to like hold that sauce and just get the like chicken itself and then uh-huh i guess dry dock that shit in your throat <laughs> I, I don't know i don't know 
I don't know your process. And it's so funny because when people say that stuff, it's like, uh, it's like people are like, oh, if you don't like all those sauces, like it must be dry as fuck. And I'm like, not if your food is good. If you, you have know, to put sauce on fucking everything, to me, that's just like you're covering up everything. I totally understand. Mm-hmm. And I, I am, look, when I was growing up, me and Ross Lichtai, who occasionally hosts on the show with yep. us, and our other friend, Adam, we had this friend um, whom I, I'm not going to name him. Fuck it. Uh, <laughs> but he he would like whenever they would show up at um, like summertime events or whatever, uh-huh. there, there'd be like a, a thing where you would bring sandwiches or whatever. He and his family would bring sandwich stuff, but it would just be bread and meat. And there's no like <laughs> no uh, sauce of any sort, like no yeah. mayo, mustard, anything. And we always like talk shit about it like oh that's amazing behind the scenes we're like this is fucking weird right and they're like yeah that's, <laughs> why would you do this that's strange but now knowing this about you as wow. an adult you know like i guess so. I, I have to i have mm-hmm. to take this into a new perspective you know yes mm-hmm. it's um i would i would never do that though i recognize that other people like those things and like mm-hmm. on a sandwich, I would definitely have mustard. That's it. Yeah. It's, it's hot dogs and like, uh, yeah, just a regular sandwich, turkey ham sort of sandwich. I guess this <clears throat> explains like whenever we get together, you know, you, me and our wives get together and go out to dinner somewhere. And, mm-hmm. you know, if you order a sandwich, you always tell the the wait staff, you're like, um, and I'll have mine in the bathroom. Um, if you just like deliver it there, yeah. I'll eat my sandwich in there. And then I guess that makes sense. You're in there using toilet paper to wipe off whatever sauce. Mm-hmm. Brent. I was like, where mm-hmm. are you going with this? Are you making fun of me? Because I think you are. But then I was like, maybe he's saying I go in there so I can eat my sandwich in peace and yes. be left alone. That's what I was saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then I agree with that for sure. Because you are not a boat rocker. Like we've mentioned before, mm-hmm. look, we mentioned on this episode, you don't like hamburgers, but that has not stopped you from making hamburgers for other people. Exactly. And then later in life, when I found out you don't like hamburgers, I was like, but St- I feel like I've seen Steven eat a hamburger. I've not <laughs> seen him eat a hamburger. It's a trick. He's just it's a trick. Them. <laughs> yeah. It's like, don't look behind the curtain. Yeah. The wizard is just like a short dude with like bad clothing. Is that me? No. Well, I mean, you're, you don't. You're not, not a short, short. With bad clothing, but I'm just mm-hmm. saying, like, you know, in the Wizard of Oz. Um, but no, he was like, he was dressed pretty well. Dope, I don't know why man. the wizard was can, dressed yeah. like in a suit. Like, what are you dressed in a suit for? No one's gonna, <laughs> no one's like paying attention, dude. Yeah, it should, it's like uh, quarantine. He should have just been like mm-hmm. sweatpants. Yeah, and like a stained sweatpants T-shirt. Yeah, <laughs> 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 sweatpants, no shirt, Crocs. Yeah, just like some like broken gibbets yeah. dangling off of them. You know, man, that's the look. Yeah. That's the look of someone who's made it. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Just looking like he freshly masturbated yeah. back there, like talking to a microphone. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, I think, you know, you have to sometimes take me time. And if sweatpants mm-hmm. and stained T-shirts and Crocs are where it gets you there, or I guess if dressing up gets you there, that's what he wants to do. Mm-hmm. Fucking... Yeah. Some people feel better about themselves when they dress up, whatever. Not me. <laughs> That's right. You're at the same t-shirts every time. Actually, you're wearing a different color t-shirt than the last couple of times I've seen it. So, Yeah, I'm branching you know. out. I'm yeah, there's out. a new outlook on the horizon for Stephen Fisher. You'll see this in, uh, in about another six weeks. I'll I would describe through. that color as ketchup. 
fuck you. <laughs> it's like the most offensive thing I've said to you on the podcast. <laughs> Somehow. <laughs> After we're done recording, you're going to kick open the door and <laughs> walk into wherever your wife is and be like, you won't believe what this brown motherfucker said to me. I'm not racist. I don't know why I included the the brown in there. I don't you mean know, it. He likes to but say anyway, it, though, so I said it. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah he says it. It's, I feel like it's okay. <laughs> Oh man! Well, yeah. now that I feel better about myself, and I'm wearing my <laughs> my most hated sauce, uh, yeah. I think I think we're gonna jump into this. So uh, we're doing it. I'm Steven. I'm Brent. <laughs> <laughs> and welcome to Let's Talk About Stuff. Hi. Ooh. Hello there, man. Good episode so far. Obviously, so if someone put a mm, they always use guns. If someone put a nunchuck to your head, oh yeah, it was like you have to eat one of these things. Mm. Either a hamburger patty by itself, or that's the yeah. worst, or do a shot of ketchup. Would you be able to make a decision again? Nunchuck to head. Yeah, that sounds dangerous. You about um, to get whapped. <laughs> Wait, I'm about to get whapped. Uh huh. Not whopped. Oh, okay. Never yeah. mind. There's a distinction there. So I was like, I will Same not eat either of them. Yeah, hold it's off. like read and red, you know. <clears throat> yeah, that's, that's true. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. that makes sense. Um, ugh. even just thinking about the ketchup really like grossed <laughs> me out. But I'm like the burger. I feel like, oh. I feel like you have had a burger. Like you have tried it. I like, have, but within the past year, right? Y- yeah. Uh, God, the pandemic. It's yeah. like yeah, past year. Quote. I don't know. Some sometime yeah. right before that, we we had a get together at our house with. Uh, my brother-in-law's shit, friends, yeah. and he made some, and I, and that's when I tried it, and I sent you like a video of it, I think, right? I mean, try yeah. it. Yeah, you're right. Holy but shit, he was yeah. like, I had to put a lot of stuff on it, but it's like I don't like a lot of that stuff, so I think I tried it with like ketchup, or not ketchup, with uh, like mustard and mm. mayonnaise. Ketchup, I really, I really feel like sometimes, like I'm, I'm definitely the alien in this situation, clearly, and most people really like, and most Americans at least like it. Mm-hmm. I feel like everybody else is crazy. <laughs> I don't understand it. I love like tomato stuff, like a sauce, you know, like mm. a pasta sauce, pizza sauce. Mm-hmm. I love making that kind of stuff. Any kind of like cooked tomato thing. But like, I don't understand this like sugary, watery, pasty. Ugh. It's not ketchup-y. supposed to be watery. Like it you always can shake is watery. Tom- Everybody <laughs> has to deal with that making doing ketchup. It always squirts out regardless of what you do. It's disgusting. Yeah, you don't need that little like ketchupy pre cum whenever you're like dumping it out. You can you're like shake to, up the bottle to read. You're supposed to shake that constitutor. Yeah, yeah. And then <laughs> close your eyes. Um, but, yeah, that sounds even grosser. Yeah. Grosser than gross, if you will. Maybe you should <laughs> if you eat like fries or um a sandwich uh-huh. where you would normally have ketchup you do uh like ragu or something instead you know i don't see i don't need it fries to me it's all about like you know it's like the texture of the, of the french fry of the potato and the saltiness and like there's other things to it and ranch like for like chicken strips i used to eat those just plain as well i don't I, honey mustard not my friend uh okay. ranch took me a long time but then i was like oh this is really great and then gravy i took a long time to get like white gravy to get into but uh now that's like my main jam you know for that mm-hmm. kind of stuff but uh interesting there are classically two kinds of gravy there's uh 
white and brown, and Stephen Joel chose the uh, white one. So <laughs> interesting. It's what they served. It's what they served. If they only uh-huh. served the whites, uh-huh. I don't. Uh, well, <laughs> <laughs> well, and this is how racism started. It was all gravy. It was all gravy. Wow. Yep. Yep. Man, they got us. Yeah, mm-hmm. they really did. But if I had none checked ahead. I think, I don't know, I feel like the ketchup would go faster. There's less of that material than the burger. The Like a plain, like my parents used to make burgers for us as kids, obviously, and like everybody else loved it. Mm-hmm. I hated it. But they would make, <laughs> sometimes they would make just like a burger patty and not like a full burger, which really doesn't make any sense to me at all. And it would just be like a slice of cheese and like ketchup on the side. And I was like, that is so disgusting to me. It's just like flavorless meat. I don't understand it. Um, what about um, ground beef? Like if you were to have a uh, like a beef taco. So that's you know great because it's like, seasoned. That... Okay. Like the taco stuff is so full of of seasoning flavor. You know. Okay. Or a difference. like mm-hmm. a spaghetti meat sauce. Totally into that. Spaghetti. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, for all our Italian friends out there, actually, yeah, mm-hmm. totally. Mm-hmm. Um, but we stand with you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what they got going on over there. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. So I don't know. I feel like none checked ahead. I would, I'd probably slurp back that ketchup, man. Fuck. Really? I think okay. I would have wow. to. I think the meat would, mm-hmm. would linger longer. Okay. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. That, I even just thinking about it. I want to move on. This is so <laughs> gross. And everybody else is probably like, that sounds great. Give me a whole bunch of stack of those burgers and that ketchup. Nom, 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 nom. This sustained look of displeasure on your face <laughs> is more than normal when recording this yeah, show. Right. <laughs> so, well, I appreciate you uh, going through that thought process and yeah. uh, worry not. You don't ever have to do that. Obviously, if we get together in real life, I would not pressure you to do whatever. You know, I'm, do you uh, have any nun- nunchaku? nunchaku? No. You know, what? it's one of my greatest shames in yeah. life is I don't have any nunchucks. I don't have a sigh. I've always wanted to own oh. at least one sigh. Right. Just one. My greedy. Ever since I, I, I discovered the Ninja Turtles yep. and Raphael has always been my favorite. I'm like, oh god, this guy looks so cool, it's man. I want one. So and different. I saw the movie. I saw the movie Napoleon Dynamite, and he finds one at a fucking, uh, uh, like a thrift store. What do you call those? Yeah, a thrift store. A thrift store. A Burger King. He found one. <laughs> I wonder if they have that on the the app. Can I order a sigh? People just like I like a sigh. Through, a sigh of what? Through the window. <laughs> <laughs> through the window there's like <sighs> and i'm like yeah okay but like a different like an actual uh, like it's made out of metal they're like well, you I'll, know. I'll give you lots of them mm-hmm. <sighs> they're like oh you mean like what one of them ancient turtles has <laughs> yes sir yeah <laughs> <laughs> sir i'm your grandmother <laughs> wait what okay so you get a little too real there i did but, uh I, yeah. I did see a youtube clip the other day or like a whole video of the American Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles cartoon opening, and then the British uh, Teenage Hero Turtles. What is it? Teenage, uh, teenage Mutant, Mutant Hero, Hero Turtles. Turtles. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've never seen them side by side, and uh, it was interesting. They took out a lot of the uh, the nunchucks, or what they have the most problem with, I guess. Right. And they mm-hmm. took most of the scenes of him playing with the nunchuck, and I'm like, how are you going to make this cartoon for kids? I, you're going to literally take out his character, essentially, like when they're fighting. Like, what else mm-hmm. is he going to do? Uh, but yeah. it was really interesting to see like the the slight differences and stuff. That's why Michelangelo, for whatever, well, we know the reason, but like spontaneously in like a couple seasons in, 
got rid of his nunchucks and just had a grappling hook, uh, which is fuck, a fucking bummer yeah. because every single one of them had previously used a grappling hook. So it's like <laughs> so his special weapon. <laughs> yeah. He lost him. Yeah. It's just like, well, he swings one thing. Let's let him swing another, yeah. you know? So, swinging dick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I get what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Mike, Mikey's packing. That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> All right. Um, well, here we are. Here we are. It's a gain. Um, I've watched and uh, participated in pop culture in quite a bit of things. Mm-hmm. And I think you have. You've saved as up well. a lot, right? Oh, my God. I'm so backed up. Yeah. I need a release. I'm ready for it. I've got my poncho <laughs> on. I got these new glasses. They're like they're kind of like goggles, uh-huh. but not full goggles. But I'm ready That's for right. it. And um, but I'm keeping my mouth open. You know why? That's right. Front row to Gallagher <laughs> show. Right. That's you. Mm-hmm. Uh, should we just get into it then? Yeah, I suppose so, man. Because I'm really excited yeah. to to hear what you got going on. Oh my god, there's so much stuff. I know. Um, so we don't have a a, a main topic mm. today. So we're just going to go through a bunch of. Uh, well, we're going to do another pop culture catch up. And I'm already regretting the amount of images I'm going to have to like comb through and dig up to put together a pop nice or our uh, social media posts. Yeah. But look, it has to be done. It's worth it, it simply has to be done. Uh, I can't be as verbose as I normally am. And by that, I mean, just stumbling through my words, trying to figure out how to describe the things I've watched. It's the best. So I'm just going to I'm just going to dive in. I've got I've got two things on the top here. Sweet. Um, people who have listened to the show will know that uh, we do kind of uh lean into making fun of dc and then uh Mm -hmm. sucking the taint of marvel in a way so allow me to flip the script here on these next two things so i after we watched the suicide squad last week Mm -hmm. i pulled up the hbo max app and i know there's a bunch of like dc animated movies on there i've not seen and i came across one called suicide squad hell to pay animated feature and uh i watched that oh yeah and it has a dead shot uh, voiced by christian slater like in the comics oh, deadpool, not deadpool a dead shot is a white guy so he's uh portrayed as a, a white guy mm-hmm. and voiced by christian slater also checks notes a white guy um as opposed to will smith so it's not in problematic the, uh, no it's fine. they're just it's keeping fine. it white yeah that's right you know which is Slightly problematic, but I mean, it's you know, his it's, character is, so that's fine. It is and what it's it is. Slater. Yeah, it's fine. It's Christian Slater. Yeah, Christian you, Slater. He was in a movie called Broken Arrow, uh, named yeah. after the town in which I reside, so... Yeah. Whatever. Whatever he does is fine. There is a hidden lost nuke in Broken Arrow, Oklahoma, as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's... I mean, we'll let the kids play on it. They know where it yeah, is, it's but fine. it's fine. It's like a town secret. <laughs> yeah, you could throw rocks at it, a brick, even, oh, yeah. you know. I threw a glass yeah. bottle at once. Mm-hmm. Glowed, but I know a fine. kid who threw a cinder block at it once. It's just like the cinder block shattered. Wow! And then some stuff rattled around, and then there was like this leak. But we're all fine with our seven heads. It's fine. Not a big deal. Anyway, you look great. so thanks. <laughs> Suicide Squad: Hell to Pay is uh, yeah, it has Harley Quinn, Deadshot, and Captain Boomerang in it, along with there some characters uh, from like the comics that aren't in the movies or whatever. Um, Killer Frost and Copperhead are a couple of the other featured characters. Bronze Tiger, you all know. You know what? If you know the, the hits, you play them. Yep. Yeah. And uh, so it's um, Amanda Waller's there as well. Mm-hmm. And she sends the Suicide Squad after uh, this get out of hell free 
like card. So whomever dies, if you have this card on you, uh, you will like have a chance to uh, get out of hell free. I don't. It's not. It sounds real. It's like right there in the description, right? Yeah, yeah. So and these are like bad people. So they want that assuming, card. Yeah, that's right. Because if they die, they go into hell. Because it's only. Actual religion, I guess, is what they're. I know. I feel positing. like they're good, yeah. it's kind of weird. It's mm-hmm. kind of weird. Uh, but anyway, uh, it was an overall like good movie. It's very bloody. Yeah, um, sweet. I think people say like fuck in it and whatnot. Oh yeah, uh, which is a big turnoff for me. <laughs> a big negative. <laughs> I don't like it. You hate curse words. I do. You hate them. I you feel like hate your, them. your mic just dropped out again. Your mic just dropped out again. Yeah, I see it. It's doing it right now. Oh, there we go. It back up. Mm-hmm. Do you remember a long time ago there was a thing where like on my. Uh, waveforms it's only like the bottom half of the waveform and not like mm-hmm. both channels or whatever so it yeah. shows that it recorded something but yeah it's all messed up i think if you run your mic because what i've done in the past is if you um uh, in the editing process mm. a peek behind the curtain no. of ltas oh. uh if you just like switch it to uh solo instead of stereo mm. or mono instead of stereo yep uh, it's like, like a non-issue. I had mono so. when I was a teenager. It was a non-issue. Was like, I was just tired. <laughs> <Yeah>. The kissing <laughs> disease. Oh. <laughs> I think I got it from a water fountain. I didn't yeah, kiss sounds anybody. right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I kissed that water fountain. I'll fucking fringe that water That's fountain, right. you know. Oh, my God. I still Back do. Back in the day. Love it. I remember seeing kids <laughs> put their mouths on that faucet. I was just like, oh. But I still stand in line and like yeah. get a drink after them. I you like shake your head like disgusting as you lean in to get some. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe they did that. You know, and you fucking and I start fingering that oh. that spigot. Yeah, spigot. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so uh, Suicide Squad: Hell to Pay. It was actually a pretty <clears throat> fun movie. It's uh, I think about an hour and a half long. Yeah. So if you're looking for some more Suicide Squad Sweet. stuff after watching James Gunn's movie, that's a pretty good option for you. Um, and uh, yeah. Uh, fun story from I believe it's based on some like Secret Six comics, which are mm-hmm. uh, adjacent to the Suicide Squad. So, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. Cool. Yeah, so I want to check some of those me. out. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a good one. Um, on the flip side, if you want to watch a bad Marvel movie, mm. and this is not MCU related, but just Marvel in general, <laughs> Sony put out a sequel, a quasi sequel to Ghost Rider oh. uh, several years ago. Uh, called Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance, which was directed by the guys who did Crank 1 and 2. <laughs> That's right, yeah. And yeah. I... Look, I've owned this Blu-ray. I found it on discount at, like, a family video before it turned into a CBD dispensary or whatever. Nice. And I I was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to watch this. I've been looking forward to watching this, just because I know it's insane. I like those first two... Well, I guess the only two Crank movies, just because they're so absurd and wild. So maybe this will be some of that, just like in a, a Ghost Rider cloak. And um, I started watching the Blu-ray uh, about five years ago. I made it about <laughs> 10 minutes in. I was like, I don't know about this. And then I started to watch it as, like a couple of years later. Same scenario. Made it about 10 minutes in. Yep. Stopped it. And then, you know, now since I've fully gotten into the mode of I'm not getting up to put a disc in a thing to watch a thing. Yeah. I've just been waiting for this to show up streaming somewhere. I've seen it on sale on iTunes for like $4.99. I'm like, I don't know if this is worth that. 
you know if i'm mm-hmm. putting in a blu-ray and watching 10 minutes of it and not committing to doing that i don't know if it's worth buying so i've been waiting on it to show up on a streaming service and it recently pulled up <laughs> on hbo max oh there you go I thought, okay here's my opportunity steven i had to watch this in like four different sittings wow dedication it though was you know what? And every time, consistently, <laughs> 10 minutes in, I'm like, I got to do something else. I don't think so. But I watched this movie. Nicolas Cage reprises mm-hmm. a role as Ghost Rider, also as a maniac. Oh, and Idris Elba funny. is in this movie. Idris is in everything, man. He's in that's everything. Been a part of everything. Um, but man, this movie is fucking insane. Uh, I do not, I could not tell you what the plot is. Yeah. Um, some demon people are trying to capture this child who's like uh Danny Ketch, which is the second ghostwriter from the comics. Mm. Uh well I guess like the third because there's a Western hero who is all white. Oh. Um and then Johnny Blaze is the first one to have the flaming skull head. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Long story short, this movie's bad. You don't have to fuck <laughs> with it. Uh thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So did you like did the first bad one? Marvel? Did we say that already? The first ghostwriter? Uh, I have seen it. Yeah. I saw it in theaters, and then I eventually bought, bought, brought, mm-hmm. brought, bought the DVD, <laughs> and uh, I watched it like once. And I was like, "Yeah, I don't, I don't know." But you know, back then, before the MCU, mm. whew, it, it was like catch as catch can with these superhero movies. Yeah, they were exactly just like, "Well, I, I, I do want them to make more, so let me, you know, support it financially where I can." And now I'm just like, I don't even. I don't know why anyone would make a movie like this. I don't know why Spirit of Vengeance would be made, to be honest with you. I don't. That I money. guess the first one did well enough yeah. that they were like, well, I guess we can make some more money off this property, but not anymore. Well, I looked it up because the first Ghost Rider came out in 2007, so right before Iron Man. Oh. So it's like the last wow. of that era, you know, before the MCU mm-hmm. kind of took over and changed the game. And it has a 26% Rotten Tomatoes. And then the one you watched just now, Spirit of Vengeance, came out in 2011. 10-year anniversary. Hey. Hey. All right. Uh, it has a, an 18% Rotten Tomatoes. So it went down. So the, wow. the first okay. one's a better movie, uh, seemingly. But, um, yeah, mm-hmm. I never... I, I, I don't know anything about Ghost Rider. They're, the only thing I, I've liked with him that I knew of was that, uh, that Avengers comic you and I were reading for a while had a ghost rider in it mm-hmm. with a car yeah a different version yeah, yeah. robbie reyes and mm-hmm. uh and i dug that um he had like an interesting arc in the story we were reading and stuff that he like mm-hmm. played a, a role um yep. but i i didn't i never fucked with it a whole lot uh especially these movies or whatever i just never never even it never even trade you know you never even traded trade why so. even what do you why even would you but um i'm glad that you did i can't believe that you stuck it out after all those years especially that you tried Sometimes you just get in your I head, have, you got to get through it, you know? I think I might go ahead and uh, have Lawrence Fishburne go ahead and come in. Yeah. But instead of, like, delivering mail, I might have him perform an exorcism to get this Blu-ray out of my fucking house. <laughs> because <laughs> it does not belong here. I will never need to watch this movie again. It's It wasn't like... Like, it's crazy, Nick Cage, but not yeah, enough to where I'm, I'm like... I'm fully entertained by it, like fully entertained and engaged because I don't feel like the actors around him are that in, yeah. engaging either. And yeah, I, I just couldn't couldn't get into it, man. Well, I'm not a huge fan of the uh, the crank movies. They're just oh, okay. they're so spastic to me. 
um i saw some of the behind the scenes stuff is actually way more intriguing to me of how they shot like <laughs> yeah. they're like we filmed this car chase like the directors themselves on rollerblades and i'm like okay that's pretty rad like they really did some crazy shit um mm-hmm. but they're just like there's just too much going on and i'm not a huge statham fan either so um like that wasn't like a big draw for me or whatever you know but um mm-hmm. When they did this sequel, I was like, I could see why they were chosen. I don't think this is going to be for me, you know? Right. So mm-hmm. uh, I just kind of always stayed away from it. But uh, it it's one of these things where like the end of the movie, it's kind of like a, a classic 80s action movie mm-hmm. where like once the the final battle is done, the movie just like ends. Mm-hmm. Like there's some some line that Nicolas Cage says that like ends the scene. He's uh uh spoilers for this movie that no one will ever need to yeah, sure. watch but um he does save the kid and then as he like brings the kid back to life using his ghostwriter hand mm-hmm. or whatever yeah i heard he, of that uh the kid wakes up he says a line and then like it cuts to an like an image of the ghostwriter like riding through the desert mm-hmm. and nicholas cage says i'm the ghostwriter but he says it like that <laughs> So it's not like it's like it's not dramatic at all. It's like they they cut that snippet of dialogue yeah. from earlier in the movie sure. and like put it at the end or whatever. But I don't like. Yeah, we've seen two full movies at this point. We know. Yeah, we see we your face it. turn into a flaming skull. <laughs> we get it, dude. So man, that's really funny. Well, mm-hmm. power to you because uh, yeah, I would not. I don't think I would have made it through those. Mm-hmm. I just. I just don't need it in my life. Like Catwoman, maybe eventually someday that one would be fun enough to watch. But um, Ooh, so far, wow. I'm just like, I don't need it. I, I know about it. I've seen the basketball scene yeah. on YouTube. That's all I need. That's you yeah, know, literally all you need anymore. Yeah. But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. but you did for us, and I appreciate that. I did. Sacrifices were made. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, let's see. Oh, I was trying to look at what else those guys had done, because they, they also did that uh, Gamer movie. Do you remember that? With Gerard Butler. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, it sounds familiar. I think it's like, if I remember right, it's like there's like a kid who's controlling it, but it's like convicts are used in a real life video game. So like you can control them in like a war scenario, but like they're actual people somewhere. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Just a lot of high concept actiony stuff or whatever. And then they, what <laughs> at least one of them, I don't know sure about both, wrote Jonah Hex. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like at least they're one writer on that. I'm like, oh, okay, their whole thing is like, just wild uh mm-hmm. and then they did mom and dad which is another uh nick cage movie that i'd heard yeah with selma blair things, yeah i thought i had heard good things about that but uh, it was insane yeah we yeah. watched it my wife and i like i don't know a couple of years back uh-huh. i think i talked about it briefly on the podcast yeah, you might but have. yeah it was it was bananas yeah i didn't sure. realize it was those mm-hmm. guys though or it's brian taylor one one half of them i guess so mm-hmm. uh interesting yeah yeah well i i i I'm happy you brought up physical media as well because I have some props with me because I read some actual physical books and Hmm. I thought it's interesting because we usually everything's like digital and I was like man if if we had started a podcast you know like 10 years ago we would have been holding up blu-rays to each other and been like hey Hmm. I watched this and now it's just like all streaming stuff so we never like maybe we'll hold up an iPad with like a, a grainy <laughs> poster on it and try to show the other person, you know? But I was like, that's yeah. interesting because, and I bring this up because my props are very important. 
Because mm, I mentioned okay. a few weeks ago that I read, I was in the middle of Jurassic Park, the novel by Michael Crichton. Yeah. And uh, so I finished that one. And then immediately afterwards, I was like, at first, I watched the movie. Like at midnight that night, I, I finished the book. And that was really fun. And then I was like, mm. I got to read The Lost World, Jurassic Park 2. Sure. So I went and got that one. And the, the copy I got, Brent, I don't know if this will show up that well. But oh it's my God, got it has a hologram. Can you see it change? It's like a all the disorder. Your, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. There we go. Oh, there's like, I, at first I thought it was just kind of a little hologram of it's like the the classic like sideways skeleton of the tyrannosaur. You know the logo of Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. But if you do it more, yeah. it's like a tyrannosaur's face is coming out and biting you. And I was like, man, oh my God. this thing is awesome. Um, where'd you get that? I got this at Half Price Books which is uh, okay. at least a Texas bookstore chain um, that I like a lot. Mm-hmm. Just cheap, like used books and stuff. So it was like $4. And I, wow, I okay. they had like four copies and I saw this one with the hologram on the cover. And I was like, that is definitely the one I would have chosen when I was 10 years old. That's the one I'm choosing when I'm 36. Exactly, yeah. And uh, so, yeah, so I've now finished both of those. And I watched both movies. And Brent, I haven't seen The Lost World in a very long time. Uh, I realized I probably haven't seen it since the late 90s, early 2000s. It came out in 97, I believe. And um, do you I know we've talked a little bit. We've joked about Jurassic Park 3, which I am excited to watch now that I've seen both of these. But do you remember The Lost World that much? Uh, I or do you like it? I I, too, have not seen it in a long time. That's gotcha. like a weird clunky ass sentence. But uh, yeah. I went to go see this in theaters twice in the opening Ugh. weekend. I went with my friend Adam. Hell yeah. And uh, the first time we saw it, uh, we sat next to some people we went to school with because we were in, like, I think high school, middle school, something like that. Mm-hmm. We had to be driven, so I don't know, somewhere in that uh, range of sure. age. But um, we sat next to some of our, our classmates who uh, would not shut the fuck up. They were constantly talking. So then let we me like, let hey, me at him. Yeah, I know, right? Mm-hmm. A young Stephen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if we were like 14, you would have been 12. You know? I'm like, shut the fuck up. Uh-huh. We're watching Jurassic Park 2. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. You would have thrown some, like, ketchup at them or whatever. <laughs> the greatest this defense you could ever think of. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The worst thing I could possibly throw on someone. But, uh, yeah, we we, uh, we watched it twice that weekend, and I I remember, like, parts of it. I, I know there's, like, some gymnast girl in it who does, like, high bar stuff. Weird. Yep. Yeah. Yep. But There's some uh, weirdness in it. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's just another Spielberg movie, so you'd think, yeah. like, he could capture the magic. But um, until Jurassic World came out, I, I kind of was of the opinion, and I still am, even with that one, that it's the first one is just so magical because we had, we had never seen that before. And then right. the second you do a sequel, you're like, well, cool. This one has Stegosaurus in it. And I like those Stegosaurus. Mm-hmm. What do you, what do you, <laughs> uh, what do you call those? Uh, but it has Stegos in it. And yeah, there you go. You know, mm-hmm. and, uh, it's like, oh, that's cool. But like, you know, I've already seen dinosaurs. So I don't, I, I just never held the same magic. None of them ever did. Jurassic world is the best. I think in approaching that it still has some wonder. And I, I really like the idea of the park like being opened. Uh, mm-hmm. But for those do- that don't know the story of these, and the book is different, but it, it follows a lot of the same beats, and they have some of the same plot points. But um, essentially, the, the the first island is kind of like defunct, and they we learn there's like an island B, 
and uh so isla sorna and uh and Mm -hmm. so they go there to like it's like where they were like breeding the dinosaurs and then they brought them over to isla nubar for jurassic park and so it's like oh we have this like secret thing and it makes more sense in the book because at the end of the movie you know they just leave they just get in a helicopter and like leave and so like Mm -hmm. the island is like there that's why like in jurassic world like they just come back to it blah 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 in the book like the the costa rican government bombs the fuck out of that island to kill everything oh so they need another island like it makes more sense in the book and the movie i was like why aren't you just go back just go back where you came from because it's still there you know um and also like different characters die different characters live there's like different things but uh they they still follow the same beat jeff goldblum is like the main character uh grant and ellie are are not even in this not in the book not in the movie um just like mention them i forgot that the kids are both briefly in the movie um they come back like they're a little bit older you know a few years later um uh, Aren't they just at the beginning? This the very beginning, yeah, like Hammond's yeah. house when when Jeff Goldblum goes to to visit him, or whatever. Uh, but yeah, he uh, and the book, it's cool. They're basically like trying to be like you know going to explore the island to see like what a, more of a natural habitat would be like because the, the dinosaurs have been running free and they they kind of have their own ecosystems now. So it's like Jeff Goldblum's team is there to kind of observe. They're like scientists, and then another team comes. From their rivals, the uh, Dodson, Dodson, who uh, mm-hmm. was trying to get the embryos from Nedry in the first movie and stuff, he comes mm-hmm. back and he's even more of an asshole in the second book. And their whole plot oh. is to come on the island and steal dinosaur eggs, so they can like take them off the island and like breed them elsewhere and make a new park, you know. Uh, and the movie though, they go into this whole thing where it's they're they're capturing the team is actually capturing other dinosaurs like live babies not eggs and then their their whole plan is to bring them to san diego and be like why bring people to an island why not bring the entertainment to them let's bring dinosaurs to san diego and uh mm. and so it's it's all kind of a weird journey or whatever it's different from the book when i was reading about it um spielberg wanted to do a sequel because it you know Jurassic park made so much fucking money uh michael Crichton had never written a sequel book and so they're like let's do both but not at the same time or like not not in conjunction with each other they wrote like Mm -hmm. the script and the novel like concurrently but didn't talk about them and then he finished the book and they were writing the script and they were like oh let's incorporate some of these ideas into the script um and so they end up following some of the same stuff they had the idea of like the the island b the whole time or whatever but Mm -hmm. um other than that like they they kind of went their different paths so it's it was interesting to watch the movie um, and then look back on reviews of The Lost World because everybody was basically like, the effects have gotten way better than the first Jurassic Park, but the movie hmm. lacks its magic. And we were watching the movie being like, the effects in this fucking suck. Like, Dude, they looked the so much worse to me than the original one. You can tell yeah. they were doing more and more CG stuff, like fully CG and you know that look on cg sometimes where it's like grayed out like they just don't look like the the tones quite work you know yeah everything looked like that like you could tell like oh this is digital and this is real and they don't really Mm -hmm. you know work together um yeah like the stegosaurus in particular right like they were cool but it's like they were they didn't look as good as the you know the the dinos in the first one or whatever um but yeah it uh so it was okay i I watched, we watched the second movie. Amanda was excited with me to watch it. We hadn't seen it in years. I knew I didn't really love it, but I was like, it's Spielberg, whatever be great. And, uh, we watched it and like halfway through, I did that. Like I got so bored. I started looking at the Wikipedia. I mean, like what happened? And Spielberg himself was like, 
yeah, this is not like a great movie. Um, and he's he admitted like when he does sequels, he's like, I'm not he's like, I already made the first one and it did so well that I go into this being like, I got this. This is fine. And they just kind of like half ass it without even meaning to. He's just like, uh, well, I don't have to like prove myself. I already proved myself on this you know, type of project. And then it kind of comes off kind of milk toasty afterwards. And I was like, yeah. man, I'm glad that he admitted like he's like, this is not my best work. You know, like it has scenes that are cool yeah. or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. But now I am excited. There's no uh, this is all the books, I think, that they had written. But I am excited for the movie Jurassic Park three, which I guess was just, you know, it's its own thing. And um, just because I know that that one seemed even worse than like the talking velociraptor. <laughs> I mean, they bring Grant yeah. back, which is cool. But, um, yeah, I just haven't seen it in a long time. So uh, I'd be curious to, you know, get your thoughts on that uh, someday as well, if you ever if you ever end up watching Jurassic Park 3 again. But, um, yeah, The Lost World's a little rough. I'd still, that first novel and the first movie are really rad. The, the second mm-hmm. book is better than the movie. But they're both just kind of like, yeah, they're all right. Um, I read it really fast, though. I read it in, like, five or six days, the second one. And um, they're, like, they're quick reads, but, yeah. It was uh, the story goes a little wonky, you know. They they take a really <laughs> yeah. simple concept and they really go crazy on it. So, <laughs> yeah. I uh, for Jurassic Park three, um, I've seen that on TV more than like any other Jurassic Park movie oh, for whatever reason. Wow, like, yeah. It's just like on in in the background whenever we're flipping channels or whatever, or we'll have the TV on and then I'll look up and I'll be like, "Why is this Jurassic Park three? <laughs> like, why? Who did this? <laughs> Where did this come and, from?" I, I, there are two parts of the movie that I like. Uh, one being the Spinosaurus. I'm always down for some new dinosaurs. Mm. Um, I, it's not like the most threatening looking dinosaur. I think the the Indo uh, dinosaurs from the Jurassic World mm. movies, the uh, Indoraptor yeah, yeah. and the Indominus, are are, uh, uh, are incredible designs. Yeah, creepy. That said, the, one of the creepier elements of Jurassic Park three. Or honestly, of any of the Jurassic Park movies, I don't know why it skews me out so much, but it does. <laughs> it's when they are like walking on a a, a ledge of some sort or um, a pathway, like over water or whatever, and it's in uh, fog, and they see something at the end of the pathway, and it's like this like large dark figure, and as you get closer, you can see that it's a, a pterodon of oh, some sort, yeah, and it like slowly turns its head and it just. It, Holy shit, it gives me goosebumps. Nice. You know? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. But, Might have some cool scenes, but yeah. I'm not expecting much from it. That's a good way to approach it, I think. I don't even know if cool scenes is a good way to approach <laughs> it. Maybe like cool shots, yeah. you know, here and there. But yeah, that's, I, I feel like I, I need to go back and rewatch all of the, mm-hmm. uh, the JP movies because uh, even the most recent Fall, one. Yeah, yeah, I know. I, I'll be honest with you. Like recently I was thinking about like, I do kind of want to go back and watch the dinosaur portions of that. Yeah, just movie, yeah. It's, it's yeah. like watching uh, Kong and Kong versus Godzilla. It's like I don't know, I'm just going to fast forward to the people parts, but like I want to go back to that. Those, yeah, those animals are awesome. You know, one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. And I will say uh, there was one thing I wanted to mention about the the books um, that led into the Jurassic World movies that made me understand them better. Um, and the movie, so uh, Henry Wu the scientist that actually like is in the very first Jurassic park, you know, with the eggs and showing them when mm-hmm. the Velociraptor baby comes out and stuff. And then later on he's in Jurassic world and he's like the one that created the Indominus Rex and stuff. And now he's like kind of like a maniacal asshole dude. 
And I was like, man, what happened? Like, he seemed like a really genuine scientist and stuff. And in the book, when they go into his character a lot more, it all made a lot more sense that he he was like a graduate student that Hammond found and was like, gave him like millions of dollars to do whatever he wanted to do this stuff. And then he talks about it in there where they're like, what what dinosaur is this? And they've created like 12 of them. And he's like, I don't know. Like, he literally has no respect <laughs> for them at all to even know yeah. what he's making. He just like takes the sap and he's like, all right, cool. The amber and stuff. And he like extracts the blood and they're like, whatever, we'll make whatever comes out. I don't know. Like, I don't fucking care. Like, he really is so nonchalant with it the power that he's holding and they talk about he he wants like there's a part in the first book where he like wants to wipe out all the dinosaurs they have and start over from scratch and he's like we can make them better like they move too fast people thought they were big slow animals like we can make them slower we can do whatever we want we can crossbreed them like he talks about all those things that kind of come come to play in jurassic world and that sequel he talks about it in the first book and i was like oh i get like a much better view of like their hubris with this and why like I always knew, obviously, like, they, uh, you know, the whole line from Hammond being, like, spared no expense. And the movie, I always took that yeah. at, like, face value because it looks, like, very fucking expensive, you know? Yeah. Um, and the book, they talk about how he, like, didn't pay Dennis Nedry a whole lot of money to do what he did. That's why Nedry's pissed and he wants to steal the embryos to get millions of dollars because he's like, mm. they didn't spare every expense. They cut corners everywhere. And they, yeah. that's why everything's falling apart. Like, in the book, it really laid it out more where I was like, these are dumb fucking rich assholes who are playing yeah. God and, like, do not respect the power, really. And that's what Malcolm's getting at. And it was like, oh, this really makes a lot... It's a lot deeper meaning for that. And uh, so that really helped, especially with the new movies, like I said. Like, thinking about, mm -hmm. like... Uh, why they would make the Indominus Rex like after just a few years why are kids bored with dinosaurs and they were like they called that the very beginning of the book they're like kids are gonna get bored with this shit we can make them different yeah and then I'm like yeah let's make people out of the dinosaur DNA right let's do that for a sequel <clears throat> and and it's like <clears throat> I know I know but it's <clears throat> weird like some of that stuff was played out I guess there you know like the <clears throat> the threads were there early on I do take exception so, yeah. to people getting bored with dinosaurs. Um, some of us, I won't say who, but some of us mm. have dinosaurs tattooed on their person. And um, Was it made with dinosaur gonna, blood? I don't know. Maybe. Because your, your scales are looking it was real good. It, you know, <laughs> thank you. What if it popped up afterwards and you had like a rash, but it was like dinosaur scales and you're like, I'm going to keep it. That's fi yeah, that's <laughs> it fine. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> You know what? I'm not going to get any scratches right there on that part of my body. I'll tell there you that. There you go. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Gonna mm -hmm. Try it. Yeah. Hey, do you have a kitty cat who you <laughs> refuse to get to Claude? Let him at my arm, you know? Just this one part. Try it. Yeah. Just uh, not the outside, the inside. Otherwise, I'm really sensitive. Okay. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> scratch, scratch my titty. <laughs> um, interesting. Yeah. I'll be honest with you, Stephen. Mm -hmm. You've been mentioning these Jurassic Park books yeah. and i've looked it up on amazon to see mm. if i can uh download a kindle version so i'm like tempted to pull the trigger yeah on one of these bad boys i wonder if that would be the thing to get you a dinosaur book. honestly seeing that hologram cover i know oh my god it takes me back to the 90s when they did that fucking gimmick on, on all kinds of comic right? books and i'm oh my god hell yeah and it's like it totally hologram like, i gotta buy that and I, I don't want there to be like so many holograms out there. It's just like mm -hmm. every now and then when you come across it, it's special. Oh, yeah, you know? for sure. Fuck yeah. Like you had like a slammer. They had some slammers oh with like god. those stickers on there that were like that. And it's like, oh my god. That's like, mm -hmm. yeah. Hung. Yeah. 
Schwing. honestly we need to bring back hologram technology it's yeah. due for a comeback yeah you know, all of our nostalgia is being that itch is being scratched in so many ways mm-hmm. but like i feel like there's not enough uh sparse holograms in the world to my life yeah i agree you with know? that but mm-hmm. yeah yeah keep it keep it few and far between so it makes it special i like that too exactly mm-hmm. exactly not gonna overload yeah. everything no yeah Speaking of overload, mm. Stephen, I've got an overload of horror oh. that I want to discuss with Please. you. I've recently come across Shudder and oh. used its utility. Oh, I love Shudder. A couple of times. First of all, I want to say uh, shout out to Shudder. This is not sponsored content, though we are accepting. Yeah. Please, for the <laughs> love of God. Um, I do think it's fucking awesome that whenever you turn on the Shudder app, it immediately starts streaming a movie. I love it. It's, it's my favorite feature. It's so simple. Oh, yeah. But it's great. It's great. It's like, like three a little channels. Like mini advertisement for something. Yeah. yeah it's just, it's, I literally, I every like time I check it, it words, out, I'm like, yeah. I don't know what this is. Okay. I'll, I'll watch it for five minutes. <laughs> yeah, fun. exactly. Right. Yeah. And there was a thing on, um, cause we watched something last night and it, there was something on, and I think it was like a newer, like shutter movie or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't know what this is. But this looks good. So maybe we can like come back to this. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Whatever the case. Um, So a couple of weekends ago, we watched um, a Shudder original called Vicious Fun. I don't know if you've heard this or seen it. I've wondered about that. Yeah. So I one of the first things I went to was like a comedy section for horror Mm -hmm. because it was kind of like in that mood, you know. And it's a, a movie that takes place in the 80s. It's about this guy who... He's got, he's essentially like the equivalent of a podcaster. He writes oh, yeah. for like a a, a, a horror uh, zine mm-hmm. or whatever, a horror magazine. And he's at the beginning of the movie he's sitting down with the uh, a producer or maybe a director of a horror movie. And the director is like kind of telling him about the process or whatever. And then the kid like very arrogantly is like, well, if I was going to be like do my own horror movie, this is what I would do. And da 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 da. He talks about how he would. Um, his horror character would be uh, a murderer who's like a, a serial killer who kills people because he's like uh, he drives a cab because like it's you you pick up people mm-hmm. all the time and you kill them or whatever. Um, so later on, he like I think it's let go from his job or whatever, and he goes to a bar to get drunk. Um, his roommate is this girl he likes and he's she's going out on a date. So he's kind of like feeling some kind of way goes out to get drunk and he gets locked in this bar because he passes out and then like after hours he like stumbles out and he stumbles into a meeting of some serial killers who have all shown up at this place oh, and it's yeah. essentially like a support group for oh, the serial killers awesome idea. Like giving like tips and tricks and everything and so he has to like pretend like he's part of it like he slowly <laughs> like kind of figures out what's going on and then he he talks about how oh yeah i'm a killer and they ask what he does and he's like oh well you know very uh, <laughs> uh, arrogantly he puts forth that he like kills these people because he picks them up on his cab and everything. And then they ask him th- these questions to like fill in the logic oh gaps that he was not thinking of. They're like, well, what about like people who like call in through dispatch and like these people like identify themselves that they had to order a cab and all this stuff. And he's like, uh, well, <laughs> uh, so kind of long story short, this movie is definitely worth watching uh-huh. if you have shutter. Um, uh, it was a lot of fun. I will say it's a vicious fun, you might say. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I had a blast with it. There's more horror, uh, I'm sorry, Shudder original movies that you've mentioned to me in yeah. the past that I'm eager to go back and, and watch. But um, yeah, I thought this was a, a good first Sweet. outing for, That's awesome. for Shudder. Uh, we also watched Host on Shudder, which I believe is also a Shudder original. 
Which one? A, yeah. Which not host? the host, but host. Mm-hmm. It's the the one that came out during the pandemic. I think it was filmed during the pandemic as well, um, ah. where it all takes place on like Zoom yeah. or that equivalent or whatever. Um, it's about an hour and ten minutes long, mm-hmm. I believe. Um, I was really impressed with it. Sweet. My wife did not care for the format, you know, it being like <laughs> I over all of that stuff. But also she has like work meetings that take place like that. So if you have mm. to like steep yourself in these type of like video meetings on a regular basis, m- maybe you're like burnt out on it. But for me, I was really impressed with how um, each of the characters that we follow on screen, they each have their own distinct personalities. You get to know them within that hour and change. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you care about them and... Um, I was impressed just reading about it after the fact, knowing that everything was done remotely, you know, Mm -hmm. and directed Mm -hmm. remotely because it was in quarantine and the actors had to figure out how to set up their own stunts and their cameras and all of this stuff. Oh yeah. I I was very impressed with it. I did not expect that level of detail in the like thrillingness of it. Mm -hmm. Um, to be there so i was really impressed with that i i would say this is a watch as well awesome have you seen this i have not seen that one no uh it's another one that i had heard about you know that they mm. had put out I'm, i can't tell if that one is a shutter original or if they just have it on shutter though for I host can, i can tell either but um, still yeah yeah um, i would say to to check it out because mm-hmm. i i thought it was really impressive and especially with our our pals uh mitch and jambi making a, a oh, short film yeah. right now you know, it just kind of like scratched that that itch of like, let's, you know, a bunch of like smaller name people come together, like make a thing. And then it turns out good. Yeah, you know? totally. Yeah. Putting yourself out yeah. there. Yeah. And I really like Shudder for for showing me a lot of those things. Like it's just such a good app and good horror app. And uh, mm-hmm. especially the stuff that they release themselves, like even if they're not always great, they're almost always mm-hmm. good. And I always yeah. enjoy it. And I'm like, oh, that's that was really interesting. And there's so many of them that are very creepy and very fun uh, and some mm-hmm. that are very dark and stuff. They they really like, you know, run the gamut of horror. Um, and uh, I, both of those I want to check out. I'd forgotten. I keep forgetting because Vicious Fun shows up. It's like one of their featured runs right now. And I love the poster. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like uh, a bunch of different colors and stuff for the people. Yeah. Like it's mm-hmm. like a pink person and like blue people and blah, blah, blah. Just like fun 80s looking kind of stuff and i always forget mm-hmm. which one that is though and then i when i was you were telling me about that uh the plot i was like oh my god yes it's that movie like vicious fun doesn't say anything to me about like it's a serial killer support group but i'm like that concept alone i'm like i am totally in for that that sounds great yeah, yeah. it was really well fun yeah like i said um totes. so on the opposite side of a kind of smaller budget type of film uh my wife and I, we were looking at Hulu not long ago. I think it was like a couple of weeks ago. And like the featured like poster that shows up whenever you pull up Hulu. I don't know if it was for us or for everyone, mm. but it was called The Resort. And the Resort. I don't know if you've heard of this. <laughs> the Resort. And it was like a horror movie that takes place on a an abandoned resort. Mm-hmm. Um, the story of it is like it, it's on the hawaiian islands Some people that live there they hear about this abandoned place uh, one of the four leads is a writer and she wants to go with her friends on her birthday there to get inspired to finish this like this novel she's writing so the friends go and then all of this lunacy happens or whatever um this movie was 
bizarre statement. <laughs> Not like the movie itself. And I, I don't want to like shit on the actors. I thought the actors were fine. Uh, generally speaking, I thought the directing was fine. Mm. But there's something with the audio, like the music cues were off. I don't know why. Like, you know how, and it's, it's something you don't really notice when you're watching a movie until it's like fucked up yeah but sometimes like when you're going from one scene to another like a a scene of dialogue is ending with some characters and then you go to an establishing shot of a new location just to show okay this is them on their way to this location or whatever there's a scene in this movie where that happens the dialogue stops and then like it cuts to the visuals of them like going somewhere and then like the music ramps up as they're like traveling Mm. and it just seemed like they should have bumped that music forward like yeah, yeah, yeah. 30 seconds into the scene or whatever. It was it was strange. And then also there are parts of this movie where there are, like I said, there are four actors that we're following. Um, two of them are having a conversation as they're walking down a trail with the other two behind them. The other two people uh, in the background are also having a separate conversation, but... I don't know if there's an issue with miking or <laughs> audio recording, but everyone is speaking at the same volume over each other. Oh, yeah. So it's hard to you're trying to listen to this conversation with the foreground characters, but the background characters are also talking at the same volume about a different thing. And it's just like all kind of a, a wash. And it's I don't know. man. That sounds it, great. It's just it's, it's great. It's super easy, easy to, to follow. follow. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I, I don't know if I would recommend this one other than yeah. if you, if you are trying to make a movie or are interested in the movie making process, maybe watch this one to be like, oh, okay. So <laughs> I will note this for the future. Yeah. Cause sometimes I'll like read comics and I'm like, man, I want to make comics and here are the things I'm picking up from this to like not do mm-hmm. or whatever, That's you know, useful. it's all just kind of like being filed away. So maybe if you want to watch it that way again, I don't know if you could like hate watch this movie. It's not that fun. It's, it's not, it's not that fun. It's not bad. I wouldn't say mm-hmm. it's a bad movie. I just think it's like an oddly put together on the audio spectrum side of things, yeah. you know, it's just, and that doesn't help strange. Audio is like no. one of those things, especially too. like if you, if it's bad, it's like so noticeable and it kind of really takes you out of the movie, you know? <laughs> yeah, I heard about that. Or the podcast or whatever. Know. Whatever. Yeah. Um, it's weird. Hold on. I do want to say, when I was looking this one up, because this one has a 38% on Rotten Tomatoes. and oh, okay. But I like this, uh, this little review for it that just shows up on, like, the main Google page. It says... This inane horror movie is so ludicrously cliche-ridden, one starts to wonder if it's not some sort of sophisticated meta joke. (laughs) (laughs) I could see that, kind of sort of, And I'm like, oh, that's a great, yeah, a great description of what you're saying, Mm -hmm. where it's just like, just a bunch of cliches, uh, you know, kind of take it or leave it a horror movie or whatever. Sometimes those are fun, but if they're not bad fun, then it's, yeah, it kind of ruins it too, so. Yeah, yeah, I guess there are some, like, cliches in there. I don't know. I was just like so distracted yeah. by the audio that I was I could not focus on on, I guess, the cliche yeah. aspect or whatever. But again, it seemed like it was like a, a low budget movie. I don't know. I didn't really like look up a whole lot of stuff after yeah. after the fact. But uh, I was very surprised that Hulu would have this on like their main like, hey, here's our featured thing. We want everyone to oh, check yeah. out or whatever, you know, like we played a lot of money just, for this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just put <laughs> fucking the voice or the bachelor back up there or whatever, yeah. you know, like, damn. Um, but yeah, huh. um, another 
Why? Well, I just, I was reading it because it was released just this year in 2021. And maybe mm-hmm. it was because of COVID and stuff, but it says it was shot in 2019. And then it, like, this is on the Wikipedia. Wow. And then it says hip hop artist Quavo helped produce it after being encouraged by main producer Will Meldman. And I'm like, oh, is this like a development hell movie? It like got stuck for a while. And they were like, we don't know what to do with mm-hmm. this. And then, like, you know, they tried to recut it. And then, like, Hulu bought it. And they're like, we got to pump this up. People got to watch this shit, you know? They're right. What yeah. a weird thing. Um, well, I, you know what? Uh, I've got another like low budget yeah. thing I can talk Please. about. I think um, there's a movie on. It's currently on Prime Video. Um, we saw like the sequels were on Shutter. We were like, well, we've never seen the original. Let's go to mm. this. So there's a movie called Hell House LLC. I don't know oh, if you've yeah. heard of this. I've never seen it though, but I've heard of it. Yeah, the I think Mitch has talked about it with us or something, or, or I heard it through them, like the okay. Table guys maybe. Anyway, it's uh, uh, like a documentary-esque mm-hmm. type of movie not like an actual documentary it's akin to the Blair Witch Project mm-hmm. you know um, it's about these people who are from I think New York City who go to a smaller City. town near get a rope <laughs> and they go to a smaller town near um, New York I guess within driving distance mm-hmm. and they open up a um, uh a haunted house, yeah. essentially, in this abandoned hotel or whatever, or some some type of abandoned building, mm-hmm. and um, a lot of the the footage that's used is like they're essentially filming it for our sake as as the ones watching the movie, but they're like, I guess, just recording it just to show um, for the staff, like mm-hmm. here's what we went through to like you know set up this house and everything and whatnot um and then there's footage from people who had like recorded video on their phones or whatever i, I can't remember when this movie was made like i don't know if it was the first one was when 2015 okay so yeah. yeah we definitely had smartphones yeah. so um yeah i guess it's like youtube videos are kind of like mm. cut in there as well but it um shows some behind the scenes stuff of them putting the haunted house together and all this stuff um uh, the 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 general pitch is they go to set up this haunted house in this place that's actually haunted. Sweet. And um, at the beginning of the movie, you see there are people like the customers that are going through, and they walk through the house, and they go through all these scares and everything, and then they get down to the basement, and people aren't like people have stopped, and then you hear commotion coming, and then people like. Uh, frantically trying to get back up the stairs mm. to get out, and a bunch of people escaping, and then. As you go through the movie, you kind of get the pieces f- to fall in line to like what happened that transpired there. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, it was worth a watch. I think it was like a hour and a half long or mm-hmm. whatever, but definitely a, a smaller budget uh, type of indie movie. Um, I don't think Universal put money behind this one. I don't remember seeing Dominic Toretto or <laughs> Blue the Dinosaur in this. Oh, though man. I could have been wrong. Yeah. But um, yeah, I thought that was interesting. Right on. I guess it did well enough where they made a couple of sequels. Uh, yeah. We haven't watched those yet. I don't know if they're going to be similar. Um, we also watched a movie. This is more of a thriller, mm-hmm. uh, but it stars Olivia Wilde. It's called A Vigilante. A Vigilante. I've seen that. Spaghetti. Have you seen it? Okay. Yeah, let's talk about it. Okay. <laughs> Stop. I'm, in- I'm interested. It. I'm interested to see. Where- yeah. So it came out in 2019, uh-huh. and I heard a lot of good things about this movie, but I didn't really like, I don't know if... For certain movies, if I don't remember what a trailer was, yeah. I'm just like, let me just like watch it. I don't need to go back and rewatch a trailer or read the description or whatever, see what it is. So we just put it on one night and like in the name, it says a vigilante. So, yeah. you know, 
there's some type of justice that her character is going to be out pursuing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't know what for, like what the reasoning was or whatever. Um, I thought the movie was kind of just okay. Yeah. Maybe. Um, I wanted it. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be into it more because I like Olivia Wilde a lot. Totally. Um, and I, I remember like getting lost in the timeline of the movie because I couldn't figure out like sometimes it would have flashbacks intercut with like mm. modern day. Yeah. But there's no like clear delineation. And she would just like I would just think she was like at a separate location, mm. like within the town she was like operating out of. Um, but like once I kind of got that figured out, I enjoyed the movie a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And I, I like the the ending of the movie. I don't know how detailed you want to get into I was gonna the say, like, it's been a, plot or whatever. We watched it when it came out. It's a 2019 or 2018 movie. Uh, we watched it within oh, that like, okay. first year, I think. So it's been a few years for mm-hmm. me. And so I don't remember like I don't remember like the timeline thing being mi- mixed up like that. I just don't remember it happening. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it, I remember it being like we we had watched uh, Peppermint. Do you remember we were talking about peppermint? Oh yeah, where it's it's like this vigilante woman, you know, like avenging her family's death against the. I tried to pull it up, and it pulled up a weird peppermint blog about recipes, and that is not what I was looking for. Uh, but, peppermint blog. <laughs> but um, yeah, that peppermint movie, it, you know, is also 2018, right? Okay, that's what I thought. So I, we watched that, the Jennifer Garner movie, and it's like this like cheesy action movie, you know, vigilante type thing where I. Mm-hmm. Had a lot of fun with it. It's just kind of silly and stuff and violent. And then we watched this one and I was like, oh, cool. Like Olivia Wilde is badass. Like I would love to watch her be a vigilante. And in this one, it was like we watched it and like I didn't remember a trailer for it either. I think we just watched it and I was expecting more of the other one. And I was like, oh, this is like dark. This movie is mm-hmm. like real beaten women and her like, of you know, yeah. kicking the shit out of their husbands and stuff. And there's a reason yeah. she does that, right? Like that led her into yeah. it, and it was way more somber than I expected. Yeah, from what I remember of it, where I was like, "Oh, this is not like in any way enjoyable." It's not like you don't get a you don't get kicks out of her being a vigilante. She is doing mm-hmm. it for real reasons, and it's like it was way more like, "Oh, okay, yeah, this is a serious problem," and this movie is saying something yeah. about that problem, <laughs> you know. And I yeah. did not expect that. Yeah. It was a definite, definite like change in the mindset I went in yes. with. Okay, on it. you know, like I was expecting like Jennifer Lopez's enough yes. in a way. Yeah, you know, kind of that that tone. But this was yeah more somber. That's an excellent yeah, word yeah, to yeah. put right. with it. There's at the beginning of the movie, she beats the shit out of this one husband uh-huh. who like beats his wife or whatever. And I was like, fuck yeah, kick his ass. But then like the rest of the movie is like, oh, it's not like we're not fist pumping in victory. Yeah, She's like right? out. She's on a mission. Yeah. And it's like you eventually find out and it's it's kind of it's hard to watch. It's yeah, like, it's real intense. It's you know? all very intense. But I don't really remember the end. I was reading a little bit about it here, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't really remember. I don't know if you want to get into it or not, but uh, it was just not what I expected for sure. That movie. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, after we watched it, I was like, God, I'm not going to watch that again. So that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, here's something you might want to Please. watch. I don't know if you've seen it before uh, or if you might want to watch it again, but HBO is showing Freaky or streaming mm, Freaky. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vince Vaughn and um, a blonde girl. I can't remember. Her I know. Name. I like her a lot. She uh, it's a, a Blumhouse joint. 
from what I understand. Yeah, we, uh, we actually did watch this, and I forgot to even write it down. Really? Okay. Because you had mentioned it, right? Uh, didn't you watch this already, like, months ago or something? Uh, no, we watched it, like, a couple of weeks ago. Oh, I thought you had mentioned it. Maybe you mentioned it to me in text. We don't usually do that, though. I thought you had talked about this mm-hmm. at one point. Um, oh, maybe it's my other friends. No, I don't, I don't have any of those. Hmm. I don't know. Those, I don't know. <laughs> So, yeah, this this showed up on HBO Max, so we watched it. Um, I'm curious yeah, okay. for your thoughts. Uh, I thought it was fun. Uh, that's the thing with these, like, Blumhouse movies mm-hmm. is it's not, like, up to the caliber of, like, an A24 film or whatever, but it is, yeah. like, I do feel like if I'm watching a Blumhouse movie, I'm going to have some type of fun with mm-hmm. it in some way, you know? Maybe that Black Christmas oh. third make or yeah. whatever. <laughs> Not a great example of that. I think that was them. Yeah, I don't but, know. Um, but Freaky, we had fun with. There was a lot of like, I don't know, man. It was just uh, kind of a good time, mm-hmm. I think. Silly. Um, and yeah. Yeah. It, it was kind of scratching that comedy horror itch mm-hmm. that that I like, you know? Yeah, for sure. Um, if that's what you're looking for, yeah. It'll hit there it is a scene in this movie. Maybe I mentioned this to you. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a scene in the movie where there's a, a character who... <laughs> He's he's gay, but he tries to like, I think mentioned to his mom that he's straight or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like he tries to come out that he's straight. Is that what it was? I can't remember, yeah, I remember. what the what the the joke was, but I thought that was kind of funny. It was like a, a twist or whatever. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Um, like he's coming out and it's like the other way, and his mom's like, what? Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah yeah, gotcha. But but she's like, that's not. There's no yeah. way that can be true. There's no way. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I thought it was a, a fun movie. What did you think? Well. I wanted to like it more. I'll say that. I okay. I thought it was mm-hmm. it was okay. I I, I like Vince Vaughn. I, that girl. Let's look up her name, because um, she was great. Uh, Catherine Newton. She's okay. from. Yeah. Um, oh God, what is she in? Well, she was in Blockers, Cock Blockers, uh, mm. movie. But I, she was in a, a TV show that I thought Amanda and I liked a lot. Um, on, yeah, the society on Netflix. It was one of the ones that got canceled because of the pandemic. Like they're just not going to bring it back. But mm-hmm. it was like a cool yeah. like teen sci-fi concept where like all the parents disappear in town and all the teenagers have to like re- recreate society and stuff. And mm-hmm. um, and it was cool. But um, uh, the director of this one did Happy Death Day. Yeah, which I was picking up some of those. Vibes yeah, right. It. Yeah. it was also another movie though that um, I wanted to like more. But like some mm. of the, some of it just felt off. Like it's just not. I don't know. Like, and that one was kind of ruined. If you remember, I don't remember the details of it. But like we were trying to watch that together with our wives, and then like we watched the trailer for the second one, and they mentioned who the first killer was, and it kind of ruined it. So I've never seen the second one because I'm just like, what's the point? Like, I want mm. to, but I I was like, oh, I'll get freaky try, you know, for the same reason. And and it was it was mm. good. It had parts, but I just like wasn't like super into it, you know. Yeah. Kind of like the other uh, one. I will, I will say that the the Vince Vaughn, like when he's the serial killer guy before they switch bodies, mm. which I think is like a fun concept. Oh, it's a great you concept, know? yeah. Um, the the freaky Fridayness of it all. Mm. Um, I I do think his mask that he wears as a serial killer is like very like lackluster. They could have done something more yeah. like iconic, I guess, but it's not like he wears it a lot anyway. So maybe that's why they didn't. They're yeah, like, he has a mask on. Whatever, it's just move on with life. Um. Stephen, we also watched a movie called The Hunt, which oh. is a movie that was, uh, <laughs> yeah. I think, supposed to come out sometime in 2018, but ended up getting pushed back because of, uh, uh, if you can imagine this, mm. a mass shooting in America, mm. 
but then eventually came out in 2019. No, I remember or maybe it was like 19, it might have been last year, 19 into 20. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think yeah, it's yeah. what it was. Yeah, I think it kicked off the pandemic, <laughs> yeah. if I remember correctly. Um, have, have you seen this movie? I've not seen the movie. I am okay. curious about it. Well, mm-hmm. I will tell you that I'm I'm going to be very minimal on this okay. because I feel like you should watch this movie right on. because I from what I remember seeing of the trailers and remembering of the hype about it, especially when we had dipshit Donnie in office and, and that type of thing. Yeah, this movie, I was expecting it to be one way, but it was a different thing. Mm. And that's interesting. It yeah. surprised me. I I don't. Hmm. Do you know if you liked it? I I think it's worth a watch. Mm. This is I'm still kind of kind like of what I've heard from people. Like not yeah. a lot of details, uh, but being like I don't know I I don't know what the vibe I'm getting from you or what I've gotten from other people. Mm-hmm. But it's like either something off about it or it's just hard to describe and tell you've seen it or whatever. But I've definitely gotten mm-hmm. a weird vibe from people that have seen it, and no one's really said it's good. No one's really said it's mm-hmm. bad. It's just kind of yeah. like yeah, you should watch it. So it makes me really curious. I, yeah, because I don't want to tell you what it is because like you're you're kind of thrown in it with the characters of like, wait, what's going yeah. on? So I think because of like information being so out there with everything at all mm-hmm. times now, if you can go into a movie like mostly cold and just kind of experience it with them, that's kind of a, a rarity. Yep. So I would recommend watching cool. this movie just and let the movie happen to you. Is this on HBO now? Max HBO, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, yeah, cool. I want to check that one out yeah. for sure. Um, I'd waited for it to come out because it was yeah such a delayed thing and it was it's all weird. They didn't know how to market it and stuff. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I could see why because it's uh huh uh-huh. yeah. That's very interesting. I'm trying to remember if I had seen anything else from this director either. Craig Zobel. His name sounds familiar, but um, yeah, I have to see uh what i think of the hunt and maybe we can talk about it afterwards okay. and uh give people fair warning they can check it out if they want to as well yeah, yeah. hbo max as of right now i think it just like got on there yeah. like a couple of weeks ago so it hopefully it'll be on there for a little while people want to check it out and then the final thing that i watched on in my little horror segment yeah. here uh is a movie we watched friday night this most recent mm-hmm. friday night which is uh look we just watched the suicide squad mm-hmm. i love the guardians movies so I thought, let's let's go back in James Gunn's <gasps> oeuvre. Stephen, from 2006, we watched Slither. And I told my wife, I was like, <laughs> Stephen has mentioned this movie, and he hasn't really like expounded upon it, uh-huh. but he has indicated that he has enjoyed it. So I, let's give it a yep. shot. It's like 93 minutes. Right. You know, we can, we can sit down with it. And um, we watched it, <laughs> and I... I will say, like, the movie felt longer uh-huh. than, like, 90 minutes or whatever. But overall, I really enjoyed oh, okay. it. It was, like, I thought you like really, like, no, 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 no. No, I, I very much, like, yeah. enjoyed it. It just seemed like a long movie. Gotcha. I don't know why. Hmm. Uh, I think we had, like, a long day or whatever. But It's we, so fucking man. gross. It's it's so gross. <laughs> I thought Brandy would tap it, out no. from that one. Did she stick it out? This, oh, yeah. Yeah, she was. Man. So... I will say this. I do not like body horror. Mm -hmm. I don't. And I had a feeling that's where this movie was going. It's so gross. John Carpenter's (laughs) The Thing. I've heard nothing. I've seen like stills of it. That's just like body horror stuff. I'm just like, I can't. That stuff's terrifying. It's so good. It is disgusting. It's like the most disgusting thing (laughs) I can think of. 
Um, but I don't know. Anyway, um, Nathan Fillion is uh, one of the leads along with Elizabeth Banks. Mm-hmm. Um, Nathan Fillion's been in like multiple James Gunn like projects. Yeah. That I re- like he's had like bit parts in Guardians. He was in the Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I can't remember. Like I saw Super like a long time ago. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I like that. I want to try that one again remember. now that I know his sensibilities more. Yeah. I thought it was good, yeah. but I didn't love it like a lot of people did. Mm-hmm. And uh, now I'm like, I wonder if I would like that one a lot more. Yeah. Um, I remember Rob Zombie as the voice of God in that movie. Oh, wow. That's interesting. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Um, I saw uh, a tweet from James yeah. Gunn, though, with uh, on the set of the Suicide Squad with Michael Rooker and Nathan Fillion. And he said, I've done five movies and these guys, like, I've directed five movies and these guys yeah. have been in every one. And then he said, well... In Guardians 2, Nathan Fillion was just in the deep, deep background of the poster or something like that. But technically, mm-hmm. he's there. But he's like, yeah. he, he always has those two guys, which that was fun. Um, yeah, that, yeah, for sure. They're like friends and filmmakers and stuff. So, And like with his other movies that Nathan Fillion has like just had like cameo appearances, essentially. Yeah. Like when he showed up in this movie, I was like, oh, well, he's going to die yeah. in like the first scene. But like he does, he's like the, one of yeah, the leads. Yeah, he's like, like one of the main guys. But yeah, yeah. Michael, Michael Rooker's the other, like, I guess co-lead uh-huh. or whatever. Like he, he's in the movie throughout the entire thing as well, like in a way, you know. Yeah. Like this movie's been out for over a decade, so I think people have probably seen it. Yeah. But um, yeah, man, like I was I was really into it. I, oh, I liked man. it. I thought it was like a perfect balance of like horror and like comedy uh-huh. again. Like that's that's my fucking thing. So I was all it about it. I, I really, really enjoyed it. Like, again, I didn't know what the movie was. I didn't read a description mm-hmm. before oh, yeah, that's like, going into it. I just, like, went in cold. I thought I remembered, like, hearing positive word back in the day about mm-hmm. it. But, again, that didn't really, like, describe the plot or whatever. But, essentially, it's, like, uh, aliens come down on a meteor, hit, like, some bumfuck town and I don't know where. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. And then these little, like slugs go out into the population they start taking over well they start with michael rooker take over his body mm. and then they essentially like turn the town into zombies and then a small group of people have to like fight back against yep. them or whatever i solid liked it solid plot mm-hmm. quite a bit man and i love that you liked it yeah the the music choices in here as well work really nicely yeah. it, it seems like a classic james gunn thing where the songs are like put in there and sometimes the uh, the song works as like an antithesis to the action on screen. Mm-hmm. Like it's a really like bloody violent scene. And then you've got this like happy or happy 70s song playing in the background or whatever. Kind of fun. Yeah, he's kind good about a, that. a fun thing. But he's he's good at making like the songs have meaning there. Like there are points where it's established earlier in the movie that um, Elizabeth Banks and Michael Rooker, who are married, they have this like song that they play. It's like their song or whatever. It comes back toward the end of the movie as well, and it plays over a a, a violent scene, and uh, it just worked really well. Right on, man. Just, just happy with uh, all the James Gunn stuff that that I've seen. Yeah, right. So far, it's been so interesting. Yeah. And then like lately, I I he'll talk more about like the stuff he wrote, and it's like. He not only did like the first Scooby Doo movie, he did the second one, and I'm like, like he mm-hmm. like wrote them, and like that's so weird to me that around the same time he's doing I heard, this, you know. I heard this dipshit on a podcast say that he directed them, and I was like, oh my <laughs> god, dude, just get your life together, come on. It's uh, not true. So I had only found Slither uh, like a few years ago. I didn't watch it like when it came mm-hmm. out or whatever. Um, it might have been around when Guardians came out or like after that, you know, like it might have been because I knew James Gunn a little bit more that way. 
Sure. Um, but I just was really blown away by like how creepy and gross it was. Like the body horror is so disgusting in it. Yeah. Um, and, but then also a few years ago, I watched for the first time this eighties movie called night of the creeps. And mm-hmm. it is essentially the same plot line. Um, it's from the, it's from Fred Decker who directed the monster squad. So this is the movie he did oh, okay. before that, but I didn't grow up with this one. I had never seen it. Um, and it's, it's not as good. I think Slither's probably a better movie, but I really enjoy this one and it's very eighties and stupid, but, um, it starts off like in the fifties and there's, uh, like an alien race that's being experimented on or whatever. And they like crash and they have the same, it's like the exact same kind of creatures that go around and they get in people's brains and they turn them into zombies. And then there's like a small group of people that have to defend themselves, but they're college students instead. And like, they live in like sorority houses and everything. And they're trying to like, it's like the frat bros all get infected. And so they're trying to come and like invade the sorority house or whatever. But it's like, I remember watching Slither and then watching that one. I mean, like Slither's just night of the creeps. Right. And it's so weird. Cause they like, don't mention it. They don't say it's like a remake or, or like any kind of, you know, that it's like, Oh, if you watch this, you should watch this. Like they mentioned other movies on the Wikipedia for Slither, but not night of the creeps. Um, but it's like a really fun double feature because they are, so different, but so similar plot lines, you know, such similar plot lines. Um, mm-hmm. And either way, I just, yeah, they're just both fun. Um, so, yeah, I'm yeah. glad you liked it, man. I would love to, to watch Slither again. It's been a long time. Is Weird Al in Night of the Creeps? Uh, he might. Because be. on, the, <laughs> on the Just Watch app, I pulled it up. And, like, as you know, it has, like, the images you can scroll uh-huh. through up to the top. Um, a couple of like the first one is a couple of like sorority girls sitting on a couch. You swipe over and it's weird owl and it looks like something from like UHF or whatever. Oh, yeah, that looks like you. Yeah, that's like the UHF. Yeah, cover. so maybe they just put like the wrong image. I wonder. That, I don't uh, see that set. But. Yeah, his name on here and the, and the cast list and stuff. But uh, mm-hmm. um, who is listed on here are. Uh, it's interesting. It looks like they did uh, Robert Kurtzman is one of the the zombies and he's from the walking yeah, dead yeah uh no way that's kirkman sorry i fucked that I know, up that's why i thought it was him but he's yeah. this guy is like a a makeup guy makeup and effects guy or whatever oh. so he did a lot of like a, like evil dead and predator creature effects and stuff like that um back in the day but um i see but yeah anyway it's uh they're both cool i would love to to check out super as well from from james gunn like you mentioned because that one's been a, a while been a while been a while yeah man see. you watched a lot of horror happened. lately you know what i it's, love uh, it and it's it's mostly stemming from my wife she's been into wow. that type of mode for the most yeah, part and i'm like well, if we're gonna watch some horror let's put some yucks in this yeah. and, you know <laughs> let's get some funniness up in this yeah. um so that's everything i had for my little Sweet. horror segment let's go uh, back to you what 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 you got well i'll keep it up with that just because my last thing really on here was um a movie on shutter that's not a horror but it's like thriller i would say more um i a movie i had heard about for a long time and it and i finally put it on and it took me a, a bunch of times watching it to get through it honestly but um i watched manhunter on shutter manhunter okay manhunter is from like 1986 and it is the first hannibal lecter story to the screen so oh okay a few years after that in 91 they made silence of the lambs and anthony hopkins you know, like blew that character up and everything. But, and then later on in that series, they made red dragon with, uh, Ed Norton. Um, and then Hannibal Lecter, it's like a prequel to silence of the lambs. And this is the same story. It's based on red dragon, the book. And, um, Hannibal Lecter is played by Brian Cox striker from the X-Men, X-Men two mm-hmm. films. 
Um, and uh, he he's pretty good at it. It's it's different. But uh, this is a Michael Mann movie. Um, I'm not a huge Michael Mann fan, <laughs> but uh, he <laughs> he did a, <laughs> he did a movie called Heat from 1995, which I only recently saw. It's like a, a heist movie and stuff with De Niro and Pacino, like their first time together. Mm-hmm. And I showed it to Amanda De Niro, recently. Pacino, Sp- <laughs> and I showed it to Amanda recently too, and she really dug it. Heat is amazing. It's like this amazing heist film. Val Kilmer's in it. Tom Sizemore, tons of people. Um, and this one, like he, he just has like a really interesting like way he shoots things. Like it's very moody and colorful. Like he uses blues mm-hmm. a lot. Like things are just lit at like a blue light, and it's very eighties. And it's so much different than Silence of the Lambs, which is a movie I've seen for so long and love so much. So it was really different. Um, But totally randomly, we were recording this on August 15th, Sunday. And uh, this came out on August 15th in 1986. So this movie is uh, 35 years old today as we record. We are celebrating anniversaries of both Manhunter and Ghost Rider Spirit (laughs) of Vengeance. (laughs) Happy anniversary, anniversary, pop culture. You've done it. <laughs> the two great ones. Manhunter people really like, though, at least. I don't know about Ghost Rider. Yeah. Everybody's really liking that one. But, um, Similar plots, I yeah, think. Yeah, totally, totally, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, I didn't want to get into uh, it, but uh, obviously this guy has a flaming skull for a face, mm-hmm. you know, so. At the end of the movie, Brian Cox sitting in that cell. I'm Ghost Rider. <laughs> Sunset oh, okay. picture. It's like he's Sunset. in jail. I don't even know what's <laughs> yes. happening. Uh, yeah, that's weird. He's riding a tricycle with a, weird. his head on fire. That was strange. <laughs> Would you, you like to play a game? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's where it's all connected. Oh man. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I would recommend Manhunter. Like, if you like the Hannibal Lecter stuff, it's just so different and interesting mm-hmm. to see. Um, it's a way different type of I don't know type of movie than I'm used to for Lecter. Um, and seeing someone else than Anthony Hopkins play him was weird to me, even though he did, you know, they did it first here. This was years before that five years, whatever. But, um, but yeah, it was still, it was still really good and it was cool that it showed up on shutter. Um, I didn't expect that. So again, shutter, just amazing app pulling all the greats. So hell yeah, yeah. but just wasn't, wasn't really for me, you know? Okay. Okay. Did, did you like the silence of the lamb? Like, uh, do you like that movie and Red Dragon? I like, yeah, I, that's another series I'd like to try again. I, re- I love yeah. Silence of the Lambs. I think that movie, like, a, you know, one best picture okay. of the year. It's like, it's phenomenal. But it's, uh, Hannibal is the second one. Um, oh, okay. And it has, like, they changed Clarice is played by a different person. I can't remember her name right now. Um, and I remember it not being that great. And then Red Dragon, I remember actually kind of liking, Although it is people talk about Manhunter being like so much better than that one. So I'd be curious to try it again. But I I was and am a big Ed Norton fan. And so I liked him a lot. Uh, the guy who plays his character, Will Graham and Manhunter, I literally was like, oh, that's the dad from the movie Fear with Mark Wahlberg and Reese Witherspoon. I'm like, I know him from like literally like one thing. And uh, he was good yeah. in this. William Peterson is his name. He's like in CSI. Yeah, he's like one of the main guys in CSI. Um but I, I remember liking Red Dragon a lot, although it is a uh, Brett Ratner movie. So uh, I'd be curious to go back to it and see what I think now. That was almost 20 years ago. T- 2002. Crazy. I, I'm looking at I forgot that it was like a trilogy of those, yeah. quote, modern movies, yeah. right? Because like Silence of the Lambs was from 91. Hannibal, 10 years later mm. in 2001. And then from what I'm seeing here, Red Dragon came out in 2002. I didn't realize like it was so close. One year later. Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. So 
I wonder if they like tried to film this like Back to the Future two and three, where they're like, we have too much story here. Yeah. <laughs> We've got <laughs> we to split back. the Hannibal. In it. <laughs> yeah, that's wild. That really was like a year later, and like had been like ten years later. Wow, and Hannibal is directed by Ridley Scott. That oh my god, is fascinating to me. Wow, Julianne Moore takes over as Clarice, and she's great. Oh, she's okay. also in Jurassic Park too. She's in the Lost World. Um, that's right. Yeah. That's right. I think that was the first time I saw her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but this is weird. It's just Jodie Foster did such a good job. You know, as Clarice, it's hard to see anybody else do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's got a like. It has Ray Liotta, Gary Oldman. I remember I just saw makeup from him too from from Hannibal. That they uh, he has like a really disfigured face, and it's like I didn't even know he was in that movie because he looks so different. But yeah. Um, but yeah. So it's uh. It was different to watch Manhunter when I knew the Anthony Hopkins trilogy, you know, I guess more. But um, yeah, they have a wild, wild ride there with a lot of different people involved. I didn't realize like they had actually like good directors on those things. Right. Yeah. Interesting. Except it's for Ratner. sprinkled in there. I'm not saying he's a good director. No, no, no one would. Right. Don't worry. You're safe. No one. Yeah. No one thought you meant Thank that. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Feel better. But uh, yeah, so that was my last one that uh, I checked out on on Shutter. So. Okay. If you want to check out Manhunter, there you go. There you go. Uh, I might do that because that sounds interesting to it's me. It's worth it. Yeah. Uh, it's just, cool looking. Just to be able to like go through that whole like Hannibal Lecter like experience, yeah. you know, because I remember seeing Silence of the Lambs back in the day, like, I don't know, 2001 or whatever. And then I saw, I guess Hannibal. I was thinking it was Red Dragon, but I guess it would have yeah. been Hannibal would have been the sequel. I was like, okay, I get it. Like he's sitting at a dinner table eating people's heads. That's the scene. That's the How only do scene you I guys remember. have your Sunday dinners, you know? <laughs> it's just a family affair. It's nice. Uh, we do things a little bit different here in Oklahoma. Okay. We will fuck up your car with our roads and we'll eat your family's heads. <laughs> with cornbread. Uh, with cornbread. It's good. It's good for dipping. It absorbs the juice. Um, I don't like wet bread. I, I take that back. I don't like cornbread either. Some things. No, I said wet bread. Oh. Cornbread, I'm I'm fine with. Oh. Yeah, I just don't. I mean, it's okay, you know. but I've never. I thought you were. I thought we were going to agree on that kind of bread. We both didn't like. No. There's yeah. There's this restaurant here though that they make three types of bread, and it's amazing. They make like a yeast roll that you can get with cinnamon butter. Mm-hmm. They make an Asiago mm-hmm. cheese spiral one that's really good. Ooh, from the book of saw. Yes. Yeah, Junjito's <laughs> spiraled Asiago cheese rolls. He's part of it too. <laughs> and then they make jalapeno cornbread, which Ooh. I thought you would dig. Yeah, yeah. So someday we'll have to try that out. Spice is nice. Yeah. Um, Stephen, my next and final category is let's get weird. Ugh. Let me see if I can prattle through these goddamn Do movies it. and things. So. I've mentioned this before a couple of times, but Space Jam, A New Legacy is out on HBO Max. Yep. Don't it's watch great. it. It's bad. It's you a bad movie. It. Like, I'm not I'm not big on the first Space Jam yep. movie, um, but this next one, god damn. <laughs> they put so much effort into making a shit movie. I feel bad for the animators because I do think, like, the hand-animated portions of this look good. Mm. I do think the CGI animation looks good. There are... Um, characters in the backgrounds of like the basketball court or whatever from yeah, pop yeah. culture that we see, uh, like they have a. <laughs> this is a a movie for kids. We all mm-hmm. know that's what it is, right? 
And in the background, you've got this this guy dressed up as Pennywise the Clown from the modern oh, It movies. Oh, man. And it looks bad. Like, it doesn't look like What's-His-Nuts from the actual mm. movie. It looks like a guy who's, like, cosplaying <laughs> as Pennywise. And it looks bad. But also, like, who's this for? Like, yeah. Are you, <laughs> like, why why have them back there? I guess it's, like, part of the properties, but okay. It's I, like they just put whatever they had, right? That's what's so stupid about it. Anything, yeah. like, they had. Yeah, there was, like, we have this costume. Go go put it on. Yeah. We're trying to make this cheap-ass movie. That's bad. And then also, um, I don't mean, like, cheap, like, they didn't spend money. You can tell they spent a lot of mm-hmm. money, but, like, not on story and acting. So uh, there's also this guy who's dressed up as... Jim Carrey's version of the mask Mm, mm -hmm. and he's back there. I'm like, do people know who this is? Like, why is is this character here? It's kind of, kind of strange, but, um, Don Cheadle's in this movie. I mentioned it before. Like he can't save it. Like I like him as an actor in general, but it's just like, he's chewing scenery. I feel like LeBron James cannot act worth shit in this movie. And which is weird because I've heard nothing but good things about his performance in like train wreck or whatever. I'm willing to believe he's like a good actor. It's just like this movie is bad, you know, yeah. like just it's so over the top. Not, just, I mean, yeah, maybe yeah. he's just leaning just into skip that. It. I've told you off air last or like earlier this week, like don't watch the movie. There is on YouTube the series of videos called Pitch Meeting mm-hmm. that Ryan George does. And he talks about these movie studios putting these movies together. Very funny, like, skits where he plays both the writer and the executive. Yeah, yeah. And the writer's pitching a movie to the executive. Um, they do one for, or he does one for Space Jam, A New Legacy. Watch that instead of this movie. It's like seven minutes. You get, like, the whole yep. breadth of the movie. You get, like, the plot details. You get all the story problems as well. Watch that. Way better. I enjoy myself <laughs> immensely watching that. Incredible. He does good work over uh, there on uh, on YouTube. Um, another movie I want to talk about. This came out at the end of June in time for 4th of, Ju- uh, of July weekend here in the States. Uh, it's called America, the Motion Picture oh, on Netflix. Yeah. Have you seen no, this? No, is that the cartoon one? It's the animated yeah, yeah, one, yeah. yeah. It's like from uh, Lord and Miller, the guys oh, who yeah. brought us 21 and 22 Jump Street uh, and Into the Spider-Verse. And um, it has Channing Tatum as George Washington. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, man, I cannot remember all of the cast. Uh, I know Killer Mike is in it. Nice. Um, but, man, there's a lot of like really like good voice actors. And I saw some early reviews about it like being like, very like juvenile and, and bullheaded and I was like oh that's kind of a bummer and then like I saw Jason Mantzoukas was in oh. it as Sam Adams I was like well wait a minute I love me some Mantzoukas yeah, totally. I feel like he, he brings the quality so then I saw that it was Lord Miller I was like oh I get it I know what they're gonna go yeah. for and I watched it and that's what they went for it's like in the same tone of 21 or 22 Jump Street Sweet. there's like some meta stuff in there they reference like modern stuff like in olden uh-huh. times um, stuff is not like historically accurate, but I do like the idea that someone could watch this from like a different country, watch this and be like, oh, this is what happened in America. <laughs> yeah. And it's so ludicrous <laughs> because there's like essentially like magic and like Iron Man type of technology that they put together and just like all of this like crazy shit that happens. And man, it was like a lot of fun to watch. I would definitely yeah. recommend it. There's werewolves in this oh, bitch, awesome. you know, um, Man, it, it's a lot of fun. Just, like, go into it expecting, like, insane comedy like you would get from a 21 or 22 Jump yeah. Street. Just in animated form. And you're fine. Like, it, it totally makes what sense. What else were people expecting? For, for that. 
Like that sounds exactly what I, I expect. I, <laughs> I feel like the people. I don't know if they're. We're just not familiar with like this type of parody esque movie mm-hmm. or whatever. And I could see like you know there's certain movies that just aren't for certain people or whatever. But this movie, when I sat down to watch it, I was like, oh, this is exactly what I thought it was going to be, and it hits those yeah, totally. notes to a T. Like I thought the animation was really good as well. Um, I was looking up how they animated it and it's like a combination of like 2d animation but brought into a 3d space Hmm. to where it's like they don't use cgi but it's also kind of all cgi but it's hand animated but they're not actually hand drawing i don't know interesting yeah yeah but it was cool like it was definitely worth a watch i think it was a lot of fun it has tons of people in it too yeah judy greer Mm -hmm. yeah bobby greer yep oh my god holy shit he's uh paul yeah (laughs) yeah He gets like, you know what? I'm I'm gonna recommend this movie to you Steven. specifically. Um, mm-hmm. So yes, yeah. So if you watch it, then maybe we can like talk yeah, about yeah, it yeah. as well. But like again, just the idea of like what happens to Paul Revere in this movie? People thinking this actually happened, like that delights me yeah. so much. Like I don't know that people <laughs> actually believe that, but just the idea of some dumbass from wherever thinking like, oh, this is what happened in America. Like, you know, totally. People have crazy beliefs all the time. You know, so like. I wouldn't put it past Man. people. I don't know. Um, let's talk about some more crazy shit. I read a couple of comics mm-hmm. uh, that surprised me and that, oh, this is, oh, this is where we're at with, with life and reality. Okay. Um, on the DC, is it Unlimited? DC Universe Oh, the app? app whatever yeah, it yeah. is. Like the, the comic app version of whatever it is. Um there's some comics that came out that combine Batman with the video game sensation Fortnite. And oh. it was like no extra cost for me to read it on there. And it was like released ahead of the like print edition uh. coming out or whatever. And it was like, I think it was like weekly or whatever. So I thought, you know what? Let me just go through and read this. I think it was when I was coming back from vacation or whatever. I, I sat down and read all of these issues. Uh, six issues. I've never played Fortnite. I kind of get the general idea of it where it's like, a bunch of people get dropped into a space. You kill everyone until there's one person left standing huh. or whatever. Um, and they've had like Thanos show up in the past. They've had some Avengers characters. They've had characters from other video games. And now more recently, they've got Batman and like Catwoman and Harley show up. So this is a comic version of that, I guess, crossover. And uh, Batman gets sucked into this uh, this uh, energy beam of light that flies up into the sky. Imagine that. Mm. It's an idea no one's ever had before. He goes into the Fortnite world, and um, he, I guess in Fortnite, it your 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 character resets every, like, so often or whatever. And so I think in the opening of issue two is where Batman, memento style, has, like, written on his armor. Mm. You've been, you've done this, like, several times before. Time resets every X amount of minutes or hours or whatever and all of this stuff so he's kind of like piecing things together um but yeah it's like an interesting concept like generally speaking i'm not like always down to read a batman story i'm just Mm -hmm. like kind of like i don't know like kind of so so on Mm -hmm. him but for a a story like this i was like i get what have i got to lose it seems like a dumb fun like crossover or whatever let's go for it um catwoman features in this harley quinn features in this issue three of the series (laughs) steven for whatever goddamn reason Snake Eyes from G.I. Joe shows up. So, Daniel Sanchez, if you're listening, check this out because it does have like, uh, it's like almost a full issue of Batman and Snake Eyes fighting in different scenarios or whatever and them like coming to like 
an understanding of what needs to be done or whatever but then snake eyes is out after that issue or whatever it's kind of strange that he shows up but also fun i'm just like fuck Why it not? yeah, yeah like, at that we've, point we've got these two properties crossing over how about a third one for one single issue <laughs> yeah. okay sure why not i like snake eyes he looks cool whatever so um that was like a, a fun overall uh, little series um some other comics i read steven there's something in comics called the rutland halloween crossover mm-hmm. i'm sure you probably have not heard mm-hmm. of this i've barely heard of it and i'm a lifelong comics nerd but this happened in January, I'm sorry, uh, December of 72 into January of 73. It was one of the earlier crossovers. Um, I don't know if it was the earliest, but it was a, a crossover between like Marvel and DC that oh. editorial at either company, neither ed- editorial at either company knew about until like after <laughs> the issues came uh-huh. out. So um this runs between amazing adventures number 16 which is a marvel comic justice league of america 103 which is dc and then thor 207 which again is marvel so it has stories like um amazing adventures at that time was a um uh, featured the beast from mm-hmm. the x-men mm-hmm. and he had his own like solo adventures and he was like doing whatever bullshit he was doing justice league was justice league and then thor is checks notes uh thor yeah, makes uh, sense from thornus so it's like whatever adventures they've got going on but in the background um i get like all of the 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 settings for these three issues take place in rutland i think vermont Mm -hmm. is where it is and yeah in that there's storylines where these four characters uh who are actually like comics creators like uh i think three writers and an artist or whatever um they are like on their way to this halloween parade in rutland Mm -hmm. and it kind of bounces back and forth so it's not like you read amazing adventures then justice league then thor and it's like one linear story with those characters it's like parts of those stories get told where appropriate in those different comics Mm -hmm. or whatever so you could go back and like chop them up enough to where they then like feature like you could like retell the story with those background gotcha. characters to make like a cohesive story, but it's not all in like one linear fashion or whatever. Um, but I was just like fascinated by this because I I can't believe they like got away with it. I don't know if anyone <laughs> yeah. got their ass asses chewed out for it. But part of the like parade that you see, like it has like in the Marvel comics. You have characters dressed up as like knockoff Superman, mm-hmm. Batman, Wonder Woman, Shazam, you know, like the, the logos are a little bit like fucked up because like, hey, we're not trying to get sued. But in the Justice League issue, it has like people dressed up as Superman, Batman, you know, etc. because that's DC. They can like put yeah, those yeah, in a yeah. comic, right? People are just wearing those costumes. However, in the background of one, you could see there's a float with like Marvel characters and they're just a Marvel character. They're like, like Spider-Man is like Spider-Man. Yeah. yeah. Like they're fuck it, you know? Um, but I thought it was, it was fascinating that they, they did that. Um, and it was kind of like a, a fun thing I had heard about, but never really like read until uh-huh. recently. Again, I think this was like something I read, like after I came back from vacation, I was like, well, I have some comics I can catch up on. Why not try this and talk about it on the show? Um, so yeah, I, I did. And I, I did. So those boxes are now checked. So if you've got like Marvel yeah. Unlimited and whatever the DC <clears throat> Comics app is called, you Infinite? can. Is that right? Infinite. Is that? 
You know what? I feel like you're right. That's what. But I have it. DC Universe Infinite. Yeah, yes. Universe Infinite. Okay, that gotcha. is correct. Um, you have these comics available with your subscription, so you can go right check on. those out, or you can pick them up on uh, Comicsology for relatively cheap as well. Um, but yeah, I looked up this thing as you're talking about it because I'd never heard of this Rutland Halloween thing, and it came up with a Wikipedia mm-hmm. for the Rutland Halloween Parade, which sounds like it was it is or was an actual parade, though. I think so. With, I don't know. It was, it was hard to like. Uh, yeah, I was so confused. But yeah. And then it's like mm-hmm. it has a strong superhero theme, the actual parade, and has been a setting for a number of fictional comic book adventures by this guy who okay. like started yeah. the parade named Tom Tom Fagan, uh-huh. um, who was a local writer and comics book fan, and he's credited with uh, like starting the parade's early development and superhero theme. I'm, but then it's mm-hmm. like it began in like 1959, 1960, but then he has these actual like comic books. That he did during yeah. that too, but it's actually like a real thing. I'm like, this is fascinating. I've never heard of this before. And I know. Right? There's like people that grew up with this and like, this is my life. And I, I love those yeah. comics or whatever, but like, that's so random. <laughs> and I was looking up the dates last night. I was like, oh, well, surely these all came out in time for Halloween. Like, no. They, <laughs> again, December 72 and January of 73. I don't know if those were the cover dates. Yeah, I don't know. In yeah. which point they would have been out around Halloween. But I have a feeling that was probably not the case. I think those were the like publishing dates. Um, so that's everything for comics, man. I do have two more things to discuss. Uh-huh. It is a two more. One of them, <laughs> a short film, I guess something I watched on Hulu. One of my coworkers found this. She was like, you need to watch this and tell me if it's good. <laughs> that's always a good start. Like, okay. And she was like, she gave me the pitch. I was like, okay, hmm. huh? Let me try this. And it, I, I looked it up. It's 11 minutes long. I'm like, you know what? This is perfect. Even if it's bad, that's yep. 11 Not minutes bad. of crazy story here. So it's this show, movie, short film, whatever uh-huh. it is. It's called Thirsty. Thirsty. It's on Hulu. And what it is, it's a love story between a man and a mosquito. <laughs> okay. I have not heard We're not of talking this. about a human-sized mosquito. We're talking about an actual mosquito. Oh, man. So in this... Uh, at the beginning of the short, and it's it's I produced through Cake, which I believe is like a um, like an FX uh, like anthology show. Sometimes it's animation, sometimes hmm. it's like um, actual actors. But in this, at the beginning, uh, uh, this this guy finds out that his girlfriend like cheated on him, so they break up, and he's distraught and. He like goes talks to his cousin and they're they're playing basketball one day and a mosquito like that's flying around comes across him and was just like enraptured by his scent. She <laughs> she follows him back to his cousin's house where he's like sleeping on the couch. He's just in his boxers. <laughs> <laughs> the the mosquito flies up the boxer uh, leg and then like you know does stuff. <laughs> yeah pokes a little uh something something in his d mm. and uh so it essentially like sucks his dick oh, right as, gotcha. a, as a mosquito nice. as she becomes enamored like you don't see anything yeah. but like that's the implication she becomes like in love with this guy and she follows him around and it's like i'm not gonna like get into the whole uh-huh. thing but like if what I've told you is of interest to you, it's on yeah, Hulu. It's 11 Please minutes. watch it. Because it's, because it's like, it's well acted. Yeah. It's well shot. Yeah. And then like the, the ending of it made me laugh. Like 
it's, so it's a win 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 it's yeah. yeah it's it's all of the win i'm so glad they they made this because it's so funny to me that this is a thing it seems like an odd love story but it, it they make it work i'll be honest with you they awesome. make it work i mean it sounds Maya great Rudolph, yeah my rudolph does the like in uh the the voice of the mosquito uh-huh. like the the she didn't like verbally speak to anyone but like we like hear her thoughts, thoughts as yeah. a mosquito uh, the camera acts as like the viewpoint for the mosquito as it's like flying through. Um, there's like so, some like actual mosquitoes you see. I don't know if they they use CGI to like make a mosquito or whatever, but like that's not the point. Look, <laughs> it's 11 <laughs> minutes. It's on Hulu. I don't know if like outside of the U.S. if it's on like Disney Star or whatever, but I think it's on YouTube even. Nice. So go to YouTube, type in Thirsty uh, FX, I guess. I don't know, or, or Thirsty Short uh-huh. Film, something like that. It should come up. Watch it. Because this is a thing that people made, and it turned out like pretty good. Like it seems like it shouldn't work on any level, but it did. Yeah, you know, totally works, man. Yeah. So I'm gonna recommend that for I'm you as that. well. Mm-hmm. You have a lot of homework I, to do. I really I do. You so yeah. much. <laughs> okay. Here we go. One final thing, uh-huh. Stephen, for me. <laughs> Again, this is called "Let's Get Weird," right? This yeah, segment. yeah. Um, have you heard of a movie called? Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar. We saw that too. <laughs> I was hoping that you did. That's another one I forgot because to mention. My mind was wow, blown. That movie. I heard a yeah, weird. I've heard a lot of people recommend it highly. Like in a, a lot of the comedy podcasts I I uh, listen to, people talk about it fondly. I was like, and I barely knew anything. Yeah. Like in the the trailers for this movie before it was to come out, you didn't see the actors' faces. Right. Like it was like. Very sparse on what the story yeah. was, who was in the goddamn movie, and then I saw it showed up on. I think it showed up on Hulu here as mm-hmm. well. But we watched it again, went in blind. Yeah, yeah. You know? I knew Kristen Wiig was in it. Mm-hmm. That was about the extent of it. Yeah, I knew her, and, and then who's the? I always get her. I think it's Annie Mumbleo is her name. Um, they're, yeah. they're like the co-writers of Bridesmaids and this is like their follow-up movie mm-hmm. and like Bridesmaids is amazing and it got nominated for the Academy Award for writing and I'm like yeah they haven't done anything again and then now she's like starring in it with her as well yeah. and they're both See, fucking I, funny. I haven't seen her before. Yeah I didn't really know yeah. her from from much. She's uh, I knew once I saw her um, I remembered her from Bridesmaids. She's the one on the plane that whenever she's freaking out she's the girl next to her and she's like I had a dream last night. I had a dream we're all gonna die. We're going down in flames, and that's her, like the co-writer or whatever. But then that's her, oh, okay. she doesn't play a whole lot of things uh, that I ever knew of until this. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was mm-hmm. wild. It it's was so different than but I expected. I, I kind of don't even want to like get into the the like spoilers. I of, know the, of the movie yeah. yet because I I feel like probably not enough people know about yes. it. Yes, that I want people to watch it and go in cold if you can. Yeah. You know, totally. because, boy, I thought this movie was going to be one thing, <laughs> yeah. but then like, what, like five minutes, something happens, yeah. and this this thing it's is not this thing, and then different. I was like, well, I did not see where this was going, yeah. and then it's like, is this just like a one-off thing? No. It's throughout the, it's like. It's the entire one plot, of the plot changes, points. and you don't mention yeah. it at all in the trailers. Not even a little yeah. bit, no hint of yeah, it at it's all. It's wild. Wow. But like, but I don't want to ruin it either because I don't want to. Yeah. Besides just saying like, there's a twist, I guess. But like, mm-hmm. 
I, I after we watched it, I, I laughed a lot. I'm not sure that I l- really liked it a whole lot. I'm not sure that I would like mm-hmm. I love Bridesmaids. That movie is just mm-hmm. I think that's going to be like, you know, stand the test of time. I watched part of it last right? night. Like, it was on TV. It was great. Bar- Barb and Star is a lot weirder. It, and it felt like Amanda had said at one point she felt like it was a really long SNL sketch uh, for better or worse. <laughs> kind of so, you know, yeah. like sometimes they get kind of too long winded in jokes and stuff. And um overstay the welcome a little bit but then uh, like they move on to something else and it's like hilarious again but i like i goofed i laughed really hard at a lot of things and amanda (laughs) didn't laugh nearly as much as me we both thought it was really weird and i was like i don't know how to recommend that to someone because it's like the plot is kind of so indicative to if you're gonna like it or not um but there's something so charming about it too like the more i think about it i'm like i do want to give another shot and be like, did I really mm-hmm. like it? It was really fun. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, because, like, it's so surprising, like, when you're going into yeah. it. Like, as you're you're finding out what this movie actually is, it's just like a revelation. You're like, wait, what yeah. is this? It's wild. Like, are they doing this? And they are, and yeah. they do, and they did. <laughs> so now I want to go back and rewatch it at a certain point, now that I know what it totally. is. and. Like just kind of luxuriate in that yes yeah. or whatever you know, um, yeah it was really surprising. Yeah, um, I'm with you. These ladies in their their cool up pants, you know, just making life yeah. happen. I didn't even know it was mm-hmm. on Hulu or whatever. Um, it was the ninety nine cent uh, iTunes rental like a month ago, and you get you oh, get yeah. to keep them for a month in to like watch it. And I hadn't started it and I realized I had like one day left. So I was like, Amanda, I'm going to throw this movie on because I have one day left and I already I already rented it. So might as well. Yeah. And then we like that happened. And I was like, I don't know. It was just so interesting. And I had not watched a trailer for a long time. The only ones I remember, like you said, it's like it would just show like the top of their hair. And it's like them talking on a couch about their culottes and stuff. Mm -hmm. And then I saw a clip from the very beginning of the paperboy singing his song running yeah. around and it was really funny in that kit when it happened in the movie i was like oh this is really funny mm-hmm. and it's immediately after that that you're like it just completely <laughs> turns and like goes in a direction you don't have any inclination of what you're about to watch uh-huh and it's just i from then on, i was like what i'm just sold mm-hmm. because they have the audacity to do this and mm-hmm. not market it that way at all you know um, yeah but yeah it was it was definitely there were some parts that were like really really fucking funny and then a lot of weird in between but uh overall yeah i think i liked it yeah it was like i said if people have not heard of this movie or saw the trailer and thought i don't know about that and didn't bother to watch it i would urge you to give it a shot because there is just some like crazy shit in there um oh man there's (laughs) a fun character that's in this movie that like blows up their own spot often mm-hmm. um it's like you don't want to man, ruin anything though, right like i don't know yeah, what because about. because like yeah. saying like what he is and like why he's doing something gives away like part of the yeah. plot that you don't know is in the movie and it's just oh my god holy yeah. shit but uh like i said it's on hulu right now um probably streaming elsewhere in uh other places mm-hmm. territories countries and events <laughs> Yes, let me, let me look it up here. Man, I'm glad you threw that in the whatever this weirdness corner is because uh, it was definitely strange. But uh, I would love to talk, you, talk so. to you about it outside of the podcast because, yeah, I don't want to ruin it for people, but it's pretty amazing. Just for, really just for the weirdness alone. 
Oh my god, it's so weird. It's so weird. Like there are so many actors that are in this movie in like supporting roles and like even cameos that I had no idea were. Yeah, in right. Here. That's just they got a ton of people involved shit, with it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I hope that they do yeah. more things. I thought it was wild that um, Bridesmaids is a ten-year-old movie that came out in two thousand eleven as well, and this is their oh happy happy anniversary, anniversary Bridesmaids. We've done it again, <laughs> <laughs> and it's so weird that uh, you know the same thing with this it's like they had that big hit and then didn't make another one after that like obviously Kristen wig has been doing stuff and any momolo i think has been doing stuff you know as well they do other things acting and whatever but um to have their like written follow-up be so late um and then so different than what i expected um was mm-hmm. really interesting but i uh i want to see more from them you know so yeah same right on man mm-hmm. yeah. yeah that's a good good way to end it though because uh yeah, people should just go watch that one now. See what see what you think. Yeah. More people need mm-hmm. to talk about Barb and Star. 100%. Yeah. Well, man, how do you feel getting that all off your chest? Feel better? Good. Yeah, there was a, there's a lot. You, you know, I feel like now? I can breathe again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's there's plenty of other stuff I have on my yeah, list, right. but that's like a lot of it, like just eliminated. I feel like my, my bowels have been that's evacuated. Good. And then I can just like plug it back up for the next week and then we can <laughs> that helps. get back to it. You know? I started these like notes on my, my podcast, like note part of, whatever, of the app or whatever. And uh, it used to be like miscellaneous. And then it was like, I'm going to abandon ever saying about these that I watched. And then now I'm on, I, I went to like miscellaneous two and now I'm on miscellaneous three. And there's still stuff that I was like, oh yeah, I watched like meatballs. I watched both uh, my bloody Valentine's the other week totally forgot to talk about oh, well. them uh i watched this mm-hmm. movie called butter about a butter shaping competition in like nebraska with jennifer garner <laughs> it's like these like random shit that like we just put on one night and then like i'm like mm-hmm. oh i'm never gonna mention this apparently and so i that's me mentioning it right now but i was okay. like i'm yep. abandoning that note i'm just going to a uh, miscellaneous three whole new thing fuck them you know yeah sometimes mm-hmm. there's just not a lot to say about them but it's like oh i watched this other weird thing too you know true yeah yeah, um, yeah. That's how I felt about a, a lot of the stuff I mentioned today. I just tried to get what I could That's out great. of it. But yeah. like, yeah, otherwise I just uh, like I don't remember what happens in, in the plot. A I know. Lot of the time. I'm just I'm an old man. I'm tired. Well, like, leave me alone. I had completely forgotten. We watched that butter movie. It was really funny. It's like a mockumentary type thing or whatever. And it's like about the, oh, okay. the utterly serious competition of the butter. Uh, oh, my God. Did you just get yeah, yeah, Thanks. Oh my god! Uh, <laughs> but it was like oh I w- I had completely forgotten about it. I'm glad I wrote myself a note to be like, "Oh, you watched that movie," and I was like, "Oh yeah, I don't know that I would know anything to say about it except for it stars Jennifer Garner and that she's fun." Oh, uh, uh, oh man, what's this dude's name from uh, Modern Family is in this? Uh, Ty Burrell. Oh yeah, Wait, yeah. Hugh Hugh Jackman is in this. Is that the and Olivia Wilde? No, and I'm Alicia like, did I watch this movie? And Rob Corddry, Ashley Green. Wait, Kristen Shaw? Wow. Yeah, you're, wow. yeah, it's from like 2012. Is that the movie you're yeah. looking at? Yeah. Um, <laughs> it says comedy drama. <laughs> they just watch it. Yeah. Again, not sponsored content, but we would love it. I remember. Please help. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember now more about like looking at the picture. Like Olivia Wilde, um, basically is like uh, I think she's like a stripper. I think Ty Burrell doesn't pay oh. her, and so she like enters the butter competition to like embarrass him and his wife or whatever and like there's like there's lots of plot lines to it uh 
and it's it's all kind of weird and stuff but uh but it was really funny i had just heard it i don't remember even where we found i found it streaming but i was like whatever i'll put this on and uh this yeah this looks like good to me i don't you know why check it out, but man. it seems like something i would like to watch yeah i really like um there's a mockumentary called drop dead gorgeous with um God, like I'm trying to think of everybody that's in it now. I think it has Kirstie Alley and it's um, it's about like a small town beauty competition. And it's this like really funny mockumentary from 99. Um, Kirsten Dunst is like the main one. Denise Richards is in it. Mm. And they all like have like like Minnesota accents and stuff like, oh, you know, don't you know or whatever. Oh, that's fine. And yeah. uh, I, we've always loved Drop Dead Gorgeous. And Butter is the same kind of feeling to it. It's like small town funny accents mockumentary you know whatever but yeah i i really like mockumentary type stuff like that or whatever and butter really scratched mm-hmm. that itch as well so yeah i would actually check that one out i don't have a lot to say about it anymore i don't remember i forgot that hugh jackman was in that uh until you said that i was like is it hugh jackman's in that movie but because uh, we watched it like a month ago i don't know we we've had a lot going on but um yeah it was it was fun so there's a lot of random stuff like that that generally i just abandon like eventually i just be like well i guess i'm just not saying i rewatched that but Butter is one of them, so there you go. Hey, there yep. you go. Man, I can't find Drop Dead Gorgeous streaming that anywhere. That one I remember being like a, really a hard to find the last few years, and I don't know why. Um, I don't know if it's like it has some rights issues or like it's it's developed like a cult following since then. Um, Allison Janney is in it, and um, mm-hmm. she's always fantastic, whatever. But um, yeah, they really fit into a lot of those stereotypes, like trailer park, small town, beauty pageant, yeah. all those like tropes and everything. And, uh, yeah, it's really smart writing and stuff, but, uh, yeah, I like that kind of Damn. mockumentary feel, you know? Yeah. Right. See, I love a good mockumentary. Yeah, they're so um, fun. Man. Yeah. I really want to see that movie. Too. Yeah, All right. right on, man. I'll, I'll have to try to figure out how to, uh, track this yeah, movie for down. Sure. Unless it's on like physical media, then it's like, well, I guess we'll never, never see it. I guess I just, <laughs> how do you even watch I'm that I'm not going to get up to put a thing in a thing <laughs> yeah. to watch a thing. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. It's 2021. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> Well, uh, man, it was yeah. really fun to chat about all these things with you. And there's a lot that I want it to check was, out yeah. you mentioned. So, yes, good stuff. Yes, there was. Yes, please do. Please watch uh, all the things Everything. I recommended. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you start watching it right now, you will have not enough time by the time we uh, record our next episode. So if you could just do that, yeah. that'd be great. <laughs> you got it. Hey, thanks. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> Start with thirsty uh-huh. again, eleven Easy. minutes, and then everything else will just take a lot longer than okay. that. Okay, well that's a good way to start it off, though. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think I'm gonna watch uh, Space Jam first, though. Okay, well, <laughs> Stephen, you didn't listen. <laughs> you didn't listen. You didn't I'm, listen even a little bit. You mentioned watching the original Space Jam and it not being very good, and since the new one came mm-hmm. out, I've heard mostly people be like. You think you like that movie from your nostalgic childhood, but you don't. You haven't seen it in decades, and it's not good. And now I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. I just can't revisit it then. like, Because it holds <laughs> right, a great yeah. place in my mind, and I don't want to let that okay. go. So I don't know that I'd want to watch the sequel. There. You know, you no. Because it would, you yeah, would mess it up, too. Confirmed. Exactly. Like, I don't, I don't like to tell people what they like, what their... their yep. uh, uh, specific tastes might be like with you. I'm not going to like pressure you to have burgers or ketchup or whatever. Yeah. You're just going to you know, make the, fun of me. It's the, the worst. The, yeah. yeah I'll just yeah. make fun of you. You know, like friends, but behind your back, you won't, you won't know about Appreciate it. You that. Know, as soon as we get off, literally as soon as I hit the hang up button from the <laughs> Skype call, I will just <laughs> be roasting you. You'll be flame broiled. <laughs> much like the mm-hmm. burgers you confess. That's to hate. true. Um, but I'm not going to like try to force stuff on you, but I will say 
if you are a person who liked Space Jam 2, um, you didn't. Mm. You did mm-hmm. not actually like it. Yeah. It's impossible. It's an impossibility to like that movie. I'm kind of getting that vibe from no people, way. yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh-huh. I just avoid yeah. it because there's mm-hmm. a lot of other things I can catch up on, you know? Ah, from the studio that brought you Wonder Woman 1984? <laughs> oh, that's one of those. Oh, okay. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of, I would much cool. rather watch Barb and Star any day of the week than watch 1984 Oh, again. yeah, 100%. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Just speaking yeah. of Kristen Wiig, you know? For sure. Oh, my gosh. She's yeah, so good. But she mm-hmm. does. She don't. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Love it. Well, uh, oh, yeah. thank you, everybody, for listening today. If you'd like to contact us, all of the info is in the show notes, as usual. And uh, please rate and review us on your favorite podcast app. Five stars. Always appreciated. No other stars. Never appreciated. So, Brent, I had a blast today talking to you about all of the stuff. And uh, we don't have anything planned for next week. I'm not sure if we'll end up doing nope. something special or not, but uh, for now, no plans. So, right. right, yeah. So, yep. Maybe we'll do another pop culture catch up. Probably. We haven't done one of those yeah. in a while, so I feel like I've got some stuff I need to get off my well, chest slash plate. And Ch- chest, chest plate. plate. Yeah, it's a chest plate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's I've been wanting to change the name of it too to Pop Culture Mustard just because of my aversion. And now that you're okay. aware of my aversion, yeah. maybe we can discuss that as well next time. You know. So I think so. You know what? That's a good good point. point. Okay. That's that's honestly, Mm -hmm. that might be my favorite slash best point that you've ever made on the show. And it's certainly fitting because yeah, if you have an aversion to Mm -hmm. a sauce, you, you, don't bring it up and you're trying to like bring that into the show yeah, yeah you, we don't need to uh, even mention ketchup. it so you can come up ketchup. with something else yeah ketchup ketchup yeah. yeah either way don't like it don't yeah. eat it but uh, no. yeah so we'll see we'll discuss that next time and all these wonderful yeah. things uh, so until next time I'm Steve I'm Brent yeah, let's talk later Trish find you all. I like that because then people were like, what? what? What does that mean? What does that even mean? What does that pertain to? Watch it. I guess you'll have to go and watch everything, everything that we discussed today. You mentioned. At least Brett mentioned. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't want to take a chance. Maybe there's a Trish in Manhunter. I don't know. I don't what know. Could be? Maybe she's a good Trish too. I don't know. We find out Hannibal Lecter's middle name is Trish. Yeah. <laughs> It really it's like a boy named up. Sue, you know, he <laughs> yeah. really has to like. That's why uh, he's so hard, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's really got to like bend over backwards to be like, no, I'm a tough guy. Uh, I'm going to eat some brains, I promise. Come on. Even Whatever, Trish. Trish. Go inside and play with your dollies, piece of shit. Wow. I'm 46. I'm in a prison. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Regards. We're, we're not. We know we're Trish. People. Yeah, we know Trish. Piece of shit. <laughs> I don't know why that's my go-to, but it is. <laughs> so, why don't you go suck a turd? Why don't you go suck a turd, you piece of shit? It's all fecal-related, you know? Yeah, of course. Record! Oh, man. It's just, sometimes you just trill your R's so well. Huey, do it, Louie, get in the recording booth! <laughs> the DuckTales podcast, that really, the yeah. Scrooge makes them do, you know? Oh. He would. Child labor. He's all about it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, making money, mm-hmm. making money. Whatever. That's right. Mm-hmm. More money, more. Kids making money for you, I guess. Mm-hmm. Is that his? He, 
I feel like Scrooge McDuck would be one of those people where he has a whole like warehouse filled with computers that kids go on and mm-hmm. they like mine for gold and mm. He has a Bitcoin what, what factory. Mm. O R P G. Here we go. He's a, you know oh, what I'm saying? Yeah. Like World to Warcraft, that type of thing. Uh huh. But mm-hmm. okay, so Video they're just like games. they're just like loot gate. Yeah, they're like loot crating, loot crating. They're like loot boxing. That's what it's called, loot box. Yeah, they put together loot crate. Oh, I love loot crate. <laughs> Are they still around? I think so. I feel like they're like about- big now. They're like branded and everything. I I haven't heard anything from them. Like normally, when I would go yeah. to like all my like nerd websites and everything throughout a week, it would invariably have an offer of some sort to like yes sign up now or whatever but they were big or on i would say podcasts like, advertising and stuff yeah, yeah yeah and now i don't hear anything i think people are just like fucking over it or yeah because of the pandemic people are like well i what else can i order <laughs> online besides yeah. food and toilet paper you know oh yeah i mean mm-hmm. well i gotta say uh i i mistakenly said loot crate because what i heard about i think they are loot boxes and video games yeah where it's mm-hmm. like they were like kids were were spending all this money and like time and stuff doing all this stuff and it's like is this gambling or whatever and i'd always be like why do people hate on loot crates those things are great and i didn't understand (laughs) i didn't understand this whole new concept but because of this conversation i'm so glad to report that i have gone to lootcrate.com and brent Mm -hmm. i said that they're last i looked at they're like branded you can get like a star wars box they do like four times a year or whatever and like oh. all the stuff. So the first one that popped up, 90s Nickelodeon. First off, I'm on board. The first shirt wow. is a Rocco's Modern Life t-shirt that you can get. I'm like, all right, this is great. I scroll over. The next one on the list, Brent, the Junji Ito limited edition oh. crates. <laughs> Holy shit. What? No. Yeah. <laughs> no, yes. thank you. I do not do not want. Dude, Please burn I... in a fire. <laughs> You open it up and it's just like an eyeball spiraling down into an abyss. (laughs) And it sucks your face in. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. That sounds amazing. They have a a Gundam apparel. They have Calling All Time Lords. They have Doctor Who. Uh, It seems like almost all of them are now like they have like video game ones. They have uh, Harry Potter ones. But the Junji Ito, I think, is what everybody should get for their kids. Don't look yeah, it up. I mean, just get it. <laughs> I feel <laughs> with a name like Junji Ito, it's got to be good. That's amazing, like, though, that they they did have one of those for Loot Crate. That's pretty bad. Yeah. yeah. You know, prepare yourself for Uzumaki that comes out, uh, that animated, is it movie or series or whatever that comes yeah, out I in 2022? Like I'm not sure. Is it? Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's creepy. Brace for impact on that. And also, like, stock up on, like, whatever you can. Yeah, for you sure. Know, if you don't have a Hot Topic store you can go to <laughs> yeah. to get a, a Nuzumaki shirt, you know, subscribe through the Loot Crate. There you uh, go. Junji Ito box experience. Who would have known? Mm-hmm. We let the world know. Nobody else knew about Loot Crate until we said it. Nobody knew mm-hmm. they were doing a Junji Ito until we said it. That's we're, uh, we're not sponsored by them. We won't get anything from them, but you're welcome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now you know, and knowing South the Battle, G.I. Joe, you're welcome, Daniel Sanchez. <laughs> oh, that's, yeah. Yeah. It's good whenever you can shout out someone's favorites, like G.I. Joe. Uh-huh. Um, hmm. uh, Hellboy. Hellboy. David Hopkins. Yeah. <laughs> you're just going to try to think of other pop culture things friends like. <laughs> Limp Biscuit, Mitch and Ross. <laughs> and you. 
And well, obviously. Uh, well, come on. Mm. Britney Spears for me. I mean, <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Free Britney, bro. That, that, absolutely. Free Britney. Absolutely. Didn't she like recently get like some type of life power back or whatever? Like she was. I thought I heard somebody say she was able to buy uh-huh. an iPad or whatever. <laughs> finally. Oh that is. Uh, I can't refute that. That might actually be true. I don't know. Yeah, she's think, she's fighting it. It's good. Do you think her life is like somewhat like the film The Village by M. Night Shyamalan, mm. where she's still stuck in the nineties? Like everything around her. Like she's Whoa. unaware of like modern cell phones. She doesn't understand like a touch screen anything. She has a gigapet. <laughs> she has a gigapet. <laughs> Doesn't have the money in the bank for a Tamagotchi set, but yeah. She has a, has a gigapet. The first my head. She, she has those um shoes with the uh, the shoelace like little like buckle thing on there. Shoelace you know what I'm buckle? Yeah, it was like oh, a Oh they, they yeah. Were, they were like a little they they were like toy adjacent. Uh-huh. They were like cute little like fun designs where like clips your shoelace for you yeah so i guess you don't have to tie them or something i don't know i don't know what the purpose of them was just tie your fucking shoes yeah no (laughs) but she's got those she's got some of those like um she got friendship bracelets for days you know she she makes them all herself because that's her only like entertainment activity she's allowed to do (laughs) (laughs) but like can you imagine like if that were the scenario and then someone showed her an ipad and she's like, what? Just be fucking blown. Yeah. Like, the aliens oh are here? Yeah. <laughs> like, if you just saw that out of the blue, you'd be like, wow. Like, you wouldn't even know what to do with that. Or maybe Can you, you imagine, like, going back in time to, like, the Old West and being like, let me show you this technology. It's a, well, a tablet for sure. But <laughs> look what I can pull up on it. It's just like people fucking there's a bunch of like oh, saved yeah. videos like imagine you have some type of uh wi-fi or some yeah. type of internet connection when you travel back in mm-hmm, time mm-hmm. and just like pulling up all this shit one of my favorite things that i would do if this were a possibility would be to go back in time and to show people of that era like movies but like with modern cgi and everything oh yeah like, i would show them Godzilla versus Kong. Yeah. Be like, this is what, this is like this is the future. a documentary. <laughs> yeah. People yeah. have captured this and like put it together with a score well, and they have made this. Do Don't like worry the, about what a podcast is. It's, you won't understand. You yeah. That's not information you need at this point, but watch this lizard and this ape fucking fight it out. This yeah. shit. Oh, those, those are buildings. Oh, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> that's have a lot of context for this. Do you? Th- that's Tokyo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I feel like your mic just dropped out there for a second. Like, partially. oh, I don't think so. Oh, okay. It's all probably fine. We've acknowledged it. Therefore, no need to edit. Yeah, I mean, it's outtakes anyway. So, it's uh, you know what? This is true. Yeah. So Damn. We still in these outtakes. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oops. Hi. You did, did it again. again. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Let's just sync with that. I think I we have to. Yeah. Holy yeah. shit. <clears throat> Stumble into something gold yeah. like that. Gold, Jerry. You got to snatch it up, right? Yeah. All right. So, oops, I did it again. Easy sync word. Sweet. You know what? Uh, I was going to say on 78, but let's just go with three this time. That's good. That's good. We'll break the norm. Okay. All right. So, on three. One, two, three. 
Oops, Oops I, I did it again. <laughs> I can't remember. I, I immediately lost the melody. Not that I would be able to sing it anyway. I was like, oops, I... Well, we never really discussed it beforehand, so neither of us knew like really what we're doing. I didn't know if you're mm-hmm. going to go full-on Britney voice. Just pull it you out. You know what? That's, that's like one of the many problems with that was like I did not commit. Um, I just, you know, going halfway, that's, that's how you get hurt, right? That's why when I get on the highway, oh, really... I always slam my floor, my floor, the the pedal to the floor. <laughs> well, you're flintstoning the... it. You have a flintstone yeah, car. Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. So you just run faster when you get on the highway. I run faster. My car does not move. No. Well, uh, the bottoms heavy. of my feet are tore the fuck up. Somebody, please send me some <laughs> Dr. Scholl's. <laughs> I need help. You don't have shoes. You just want to strap on the, the gel to the bottom of your feet. Yeah, yeah, like a salve, just to help yeah. cool the uh, the torn off skin. Yeah, that's be beautiful. Great. I've been on Oklahoma mm-hmm. roads; they are pretty nasty. Yeah, be hard. Oh to... my god, these uh, roads in <laughs> quote fingers like <laughs> these roads are fucked up. Holy shit! Where we're going, we don't need roads because they're so bad we can't. We literally can't drive on them, so we had to make flying yeah, cars. They're that bad. That's right. It's that bad. That's why there are so many planes here. Yeah, is pe- people are just like uh, these roads are terrible. Let's just drive through the grass. I guess mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Try not to hit a barbed wire fence, but otherwise, oh, to, to stay off these fucking roads. Can you imagine Flintstoning over a barbed wire fence? <laughs> Terrifying. Again? You're like, or, my car's uh, out. Stepped mm-hmm. on barbed wire fence while you were driving? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> they just shoot some super glue into the holes in my feet. Oh. Like, there you go. They just walk it off. Yeah, and they'd be like, what's super glue? What? Where are you from? <laughs> Oklahoma. Oh, say no more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we've heard legend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We've heard legend. Road, road construction <laughs> constantly going on, but roads are also constantly demolished here. So yeah, that's great. That's the way to play mm-hmm. it. It's fantastic. Yeah. Great way to live your life. Yeah, I mean, it's really fun to visit place. So mm-hmm. it's where yeah. uh, international travelers, you know, say from Germany, will come there mm-hmm. sometimes. You think so? Look, <laughs> we have it all. We've got fucked up roads. We've got barbed wire fences. We have a laser tag. On D. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. If you don't get it, you don't get it. Yeah, Missed that's opportunity? True. Yeah, for sure. You know? Also, I'm here, so. Yeah. That, that's like, well, that's number one. Mm-hmm. That's like the drawing yeah. point for most people. Brent's mm-hmm. there. Well, you said number one. Let's talk about number two. Should we just start this shit show? All right. Let's get into it. Okay. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> A wild mm-hmm. Amanda appears. Oh yeah, with your friends? Yeah. Okay, cool. Enjoy, tell them hello. I will. She looks nice. You look nice, you said. Oh, thank you. I was looking back, I was like, in my little thing, I was like, is she wearing a towel? She's wearing a, dre- a dress? I'm wearing a dress. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. That's good. Hello, she has actually. pockets? Got pockets, yeah. for sure. Hell yeah. She's not doing anything. I was like, I got a shower. <laughs> <laughs> Feels good that way. Yeah. yeah. Bye. All right, bye. I love you. <laughs> too bud Brent right back at you bro we don't say it enough we don't say it enough thanks not the drugs I thought you started it did it no I'm gonna say it back to you did it not okay that That was like ping pong mm -hmm. that way um, you know I feel more comfortable because you felt comfortable and who knows where it started you know that's fine Mm -hmm. I'm gonna mark that down write that down not you I got it Brent stop writing I got it alright I love you love you. you too Thanks for saying it. Oh, I love you.